Hello and welcome to StarkCast. I'm Joe Stark, and today I'm talking with my good friend and fellow podcaster, Joe Vitale of the Vintage Geeks Podcast. I almost totally blanked on your show name there. <laughs> but, well, you, um... <laughs> it, well, it's just like David does. I mean, David fucks up the intro all the time. I've only done it once and I fucked it up. So, I mean, I'm the O for one. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was, was there was a track in my brain that like, it went fucking divergent as I was saying that. And it's like, you're doing really well. And it's like, you're not done yet. <laughs> well, he, you know, it, I had to do it once and it was a few months ago. And he was, was he out of town or something? And uh, yeah, I fucked it up. I, you know, <laughs> I laughed, and I, and I laughed when I heard because that. <laughs> I create, because I came up with that from the supercast. I came up with that intro. <laughs> We're saving the multiverse one podcast at a time. I thought that's a, I go, that's a great hook. It is. You know? <laughs> so... I usually like first time guests I have on the show, like before I do hit record, I'm like, don't be thrown if I fuck up the intro and it takes a couple of tries. <laughs> well, well, I just I wanted to forewarn people listening to this. If they're expecting James Wetzel talking about the Adam, I said the Adam I'm going to talk about is Ray Palmer from DC Comics. So it's very <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Remember, I sent you that question for him. When when the next time he's on, when, when hurricane season was happening, I'm like, why can't we drop a non nuclear bomb in like in the sky and detonate in the sky? Wouldn't that cause some kind of havoc to stop something? I mean, we I can't believe we can't figure this out. <laughs> Doesn't that does does that just throw enough foreign energy into the equation that it disrupts? Like whatever's right there, it makes you wonder. Didn't didn't Trump say something about that when he was in office? Something about nuking hurricanes? <laughs> I mean, he said all sorts of wild fucking shit, but I'm pretty sure that was one of the dumb things he said. We're gonna we're gonna send the best nuke into the hurricane. It's gonna it's gonna be fabulous. It's it's gonna be nothing like anybody's ever seen. Oh boy! <laughs> what is shit? But what, what if we, what if we did that and it made it the worst hurricane and it wiped out like half the East Coast? We're like what? Oh, shit! Whose idea was that? It was it was that Vitaly? Now it's you an know, irradiated hurricane. <laughs> but I mean, can you just think about that? Like we all these we have all these minds, and I know it's Mother Nature, and it all deals with you know barometric pressure and water temperature and all this kind of stuff. But damn, man, it's – could you imagine being 100 years ago and you not knowing this hurricane was coming and it's there all of a sudden and you're fucked? Oh, no kidding. Jeez, at least we got a warning. Well, especially because like so many so many societies, you know, thrive on the coast. And and so to, to, to think of what it would be like to not have hurricane-proof buildings and stuff like that. And you're just like a hut made out of sticks and, and mud and shit like that. And then all of a sudden a hurricane rolls in. Yeah, oh, you're man. fucked, man. Yeah. It's well, got to I mean, make you rethink about rebuilding that village along the coast again. Well, I know by us, we go to the Outer Banks out in North Carolina. And so you have you have oceanfront homes and semi-oceanfront, you know, that kind of thing. Well, and this happens, this happens all the time. The oceanfront home gets washed away or whatever happens. And then the semi-oceanfront home is now oceanfront. Yeah. <laughs> and now that one's worth more money. So <laughs> because the, the, the Outer Banks is just a giant sandbar that is always sinking. And like when we were there one time on the beach, they had this machine that dredges sand from, you know, whatever, a thousand feet out. 
and it basically is like a snowblower onto shore and then they build it up and then they do that every few years because it's just it's just wasting away. There's no stopping it. Oh, yeah. It's just constant erosion. It's constant. It is constant. But it's an awesome place to go to, man. So, Dude, I, I've never I've, I've never seen the ocean. The largest body of water <sighs> I've been next to is Lake Michigan like several times. I know when you say that, it's just, it's God, that's, well, you know, you get people, <laughs> p- people like, Re- <laughs> le- you know, like, like Rebecca not seeing, do they not, they don't see stars, right? Because of all the light pollution and things like that. I couldn't imagine like not walking out my back door and not seeing stars. Oh, no kidding. Oh, speaking of stars, did you see, it was either last night or the night before Mars passed behind the moon? No. Oh, uh-uh. dude, it was cool. Um, I went out and saw it when Mars was just like, I mean, it was just right next to the moon. and But it was going to take like, I think like around 90 minutes or so for it to fully pass behind it and then come come out the other side. And I didn't stay up that late to see that. It's 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 weird that all the planets but ours are round and ours is flat because you know, all those people, <laughs> like, why are all these other ones round, you know? Oh, no shit, right? It's like, okay, well, zero gravity, <laughs> zero gravity experiments show that like when water just is out in zero G, it just pulls itself naturally into a sphere. But the in all the other planets do, but not ours. Listen, I gotta, <laughs> like, listen, uh, people, Joe, are stupid, okay? All right. Oh, they so, sure are, dude. Listen, so just this two things. So this week, so my wife's at the doctor. A lady goes up to the front, and they're at the lab, and she, the lady says, this is serious, Joe. I'm not making this up. She, the lady's like, how long is the three-hour glucose test? <laughs> and the lady's like, well, it's – once you get in there, it's three hours. <laughs> well, I've got to be shit. places and all this. Like, well, why did you fucking make the appointment? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, and then Joe, Joe, last week we were in one of these home goods stores, right, and looking for Christmas stuff or whatever. And there's a lady sitting down on one of the, the chairs. And she's like – she's on the phone and she's saying – and she says her name, and then she's like six two four five two eight two one zero. Oh no! And then she's like, uh, "Date my date of birth is this. I was born here." And my wife's like, "She's saying." And then her, she gives all her husband's information. I'm like, "We are doomed as a society." <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? She uh, she she. Oh, I was born in in Germany, and I'm like, oh my god, I've got this lady's, I got this lady's everything. Yeah, no shit. Ugh. Oh god, I don't understand it. <laughs> when I was a little kid, I really wanted a pair of dog tags, and so my mom, like one year for is either Christmas or birthday or something like that, got like a custom pair of dog tags made for me, and it has my social security number <laughs> stamped on them. Yes. And and then like it was funny because I got a little older and she was like, you know, in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have put your social security number on that. And now it's like as an adult, I'm like, I don't know where the fuck those things are. And somewhere there's my full name and social security number stamped in steel. <laughs> there's some Joe Stark somewhere out in, you know, Alabama fucking with people. <laughs> There's apparently a shitload of Joe Starks out there. It's not that weird of a name. Uh, there, there's apparently some dude who I guess must be a pretty good musician named Joe Stark that that I, I've seen pop up online before. Because I kind I looked into uh, when I first started Starkcast, I was almost going to call it the Tubby Ninja, but then there was some other show 
that had gone less than 10 episodes and been, you know, defunct for years and years. And I was like, ah, fuck, I can't really go with that. But yeah, I, I did some Googling at that point. And, and I was like, oh, look at that. Look at all these other more successful Joe Starks out there. This one's a musician. Yeah, this one's yeah, a doctor. There, yeah, 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 there's a there's a there's a Joe Vitale who's like a psychologist. Uh, he I think Brooke sent it to me also. He's like, hey, look at this Joe Vitale I found. He's ri- written books and all that. And I'm like, oh, and I'm fucking I'm I'm got Superman statues, you know, so whatever. <laughs> I'll take that. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's that's interesting. You're an interesting person to talk to. <laughs> this other guy might be pretty stuffy. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Dude, speaking <sighs> of like identity theft type shit, we had um my wife's account for Walmart.com must have gotten hacked or something, but because a while back I had an overdraft email from my bank and i was like what the fuck is this it was like 300 and or like a i think it was almost like a 400 dollars charge for walmart or something i was like what the fuck is this and so i i do a whole bunch of digging don't find anything in my account it's sunday like early in the morning that i'm seeing this email and so yeah. i can't call the bank and so i just i i cancel i like go in and like report my card stolen and my wife's card stolen and then when she gets up she Logs into Walmart.com and she's like, yep, sure enough, here, look. And so somebody had logged in and they bought a snowblower and a pair of crotchless lace panties. Nice. <laughs> That's a party right there. No shit. I, I, I was telling uh, Leftover Jake about it and he's like, they're probably filming a baby or a, a, a uh, <laughs> oh fuck, what did he say? A baby, it's cold outside or a Santa <laughs> baby. <laughs> and I was like, That's fucking hilarious. Filming a TikTok for one of those songs. Oh, my God. But um, uh, Walmart was shockingly cool to deal with. As soon as I had all that information, I just called them up and explained it. And they're like, oh, we're going to cancel those sales right now. We're going to credit it back. We're going to give you a $20 gift card as, you know, a sorry. And then the following Monday, of course, we had to then go to the bank and get new cards and all that shit. But yeah, I had, I, that snowblower ha- I had, that and crotchless with, panties, dude. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, that happened to me with Walmart once, too, where it was somebody did an order for a pickup and it was in like Indiana or something. And because I was like, I just got a notification that something was bought and went on there and it was like it got in and it went for pickup in wherever. And I, you know, got it canceled and everything. But, you know, that's why all this stuff I've got, I mean, all my important stuff I've got, you know, two factor authentication on now just because. You just can't. There's just too many. There's too many people trying to, you know, get into your stuff or or your, you know, your emails on some list somewhere. You know, all these all these data breaches. I mean, oh, there's I data know. breaches. I mean, you get the, you know, you see those emails like your stuff was in a data breach. Oh, and nothing important was taken. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> sure. They want my Hotmail address. Sure, okay, that's all they want. Give me a break. Yeah. Well, what was great was after those cards were then changed. I was like, well, now is going to have like the, the incoming letters this next month of different streaming services and, and, you know, online monthly charges and shit. And at that point I can start just making cuts and being like, ah, yeah, I didn't even know I was still signed up for this. No, thank you. No, thank Ugh. you. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's the time of year, man. It's, with Christmas and everything, it's just got to watch it. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. So uh, I don't need any more stuff out there. <laughs> I, there are. Yeah. I, there's all kind of, there's just, people are 
I, there's some people I just can't, I, I don't understand how they can like get up and, and look at themselves. Like there's a dude, it's funny, that guy on YouTube, my son turned me on to him is, uh, he acts, you know, the people that are trying to scam like old people. So, and then he, he, as he's talking to them, he, he's able to hack into their accounts and like wipe things out. Access oh, I've their seen cameras. those. Those are beautiful. It's like instant <laughs> karma on those people. Oh, dude, man, it is so funny. Oh my god, the one they got, they hacked into the this call, the call center in India. <laughs> yes, and I was, was just like, going to bring that one up too. <laughs> you remember that one? That was with I think that was paired up with like Mark Rober. Yeah, they were like recorded, the they recorded their video feed and everything, and like actually got them busted. Yeah, he's the one that does that, like the glitter package. The oh glitter yeah, those are package. brilliant. And the squirrel, the squirrel obstacle course one. So <laughs> I don't know if I've seen the squirrel obstacle course. Oh, is, is that dude. the one where he's got like a squirrel feeder in his yard and he keeps adding more sh- complicated shit to it? Dude, it's like it's American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> okay, I think uh, I have for, seen those. So he's got he's got he did one last year and the year before, and squirrels are unbelievable, unbelievably adapt. Oh, they're agile. smart. It's very smart. Uh, they, you know, they. You know, they. It's funny. You watch this video and how they're learning their way through this course, and then what happens, and how to get around it, and how to adapt. It's it's really incredible what they can do. I'm a huge fan of squirrels. Um, where where I've got my kind of my my bedroom slash home office. It's it's right on the corner of our house, and so I've got lots of windows, and we've got lots of mature trees in our yard. And it's one of my favorite things is to, you know, notice a little bit of movement out of one of those windows. And I look out and there's like a squirrel or sometimes like I remember one time there was like six of them out there and it was great. We used to get a lot more. We used to have a a walnut tree. But then when that derecho went through in 2008, we lost so many fucking trees around here. And that that tree's been gone ever since, unfortunately. Uh, That was is that when you got flooded? Uh, this was like, it was basically like a hurricane force winds that's on land is what a derecho yeah. storm is. Yeah. And so we had, I think it was like up to 140 mile gusts or something like that. Jeez. Yeah. And, um, so we had the first one of those that went through was in 2016 and I had an ash tree next to my house that it, it, it grown up and then split into like two trees. And so the tree that was closer to our house blew over and landed on the roof. And it was like, oh, great. And so they had to have a tree company come out and and take it down and everything. And then in 2020, and and also when that one came down, it actually punched a hole through the roof. And the branch was long enough that it punched through into the living room also. And so I had to patch up fucking drywall and a hole in the roof on that one. Uh, But insurance money helped me out. I got a whole new roof, all new gutters and everything. It was great. Yeah, I had a – go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I'll just say I had a, I had a, we had a bad winter storm here for us. I mean, we got like a foot and a half and during the course of a day, and I had a, a mature pine tree fell on my patio roof. I remember Luckily, seeing those pictures. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was, man, that was, it sounded like a freaking bomb went off. <laughs> that's scary. Oh. Well, and I wasn't here in 2016 when that one fell down, but that's, Lindsay said it shook the whole house. And she said her and the boys were just kind of like, in like the the our back hallway because that's kind of the 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 safest place we can be in our house our our cellar is and also during that storm the way the tree fell down it, it landed on top of the cellar doors also so that if they would have gone down in the cellar they'd have been oh. trapped down there because we have exterior you know the steel shutter doors that kind of latch together 
when they go down, so you have to lift up on the like the, the, the like right the Wizard of Oz doors you got going down there. Yeah, yeah, like fucking like steel like bomb shelter doors. Like if these things fell over on your head, you'd not be having a good day. <laughs> and then it's there was a two story farmhouse that stood here, like that was built in the eighteen hundreds, and then in in the mid sixties they knocked that down and then built this house in sixty six. And so when you go down into my cellar, you can see the old foundation for the cellar that was down there. So it's like, it looks like Hannibal Lecter's cell plus lots and lots of spider webs. Yeah. Yeah. Down there. It's, it's, it's not a place that no matter how bad the weather's gotten, we've never even considered going down there. We're like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Uh, yeah. I remember you talking about that. It's just being creepy. Like, like I said, I don't like any of that either kind of stuff. And so over leading up to like Halloween and all that. So my wife bought these two full size skeletons. Okay. Don't ask me why she wants skeletons. <laughs> so like, like human and, sized. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Nice. Huge. So you know, she had one like sitting on the, ch- on the rocking chair in the living room and she put one in my office and all that. And I knew they were there, but like one time I was walking through the, through the front room and I just like flinched. Cause it was just, she was like, what? I go, I go, it's the fucking skeleton. Cause it just, it was a corner of my eye. I knew it was there. <laughs> it got whatever. me. <laughs> so anyway, so then she started putting it places to get me. Right. So I walk around a corner, open this door, fucking skeleton there. Right. And I'm like, ha ha. Okay. Very funny. <laughs> well, so, so dude, there, it was, it was a, oh, God, man, it was after thanks. It was after Halloween. And I was one. I was pissed off about something. I was. I don't know if I was doing house projects, just like I was doing today. My fucking knees are done, um, and I was. You know, I was working all day, and then I went. Uh, I went up to take a shower in our hall bathroom because our master bath shower was. We were having it remodeled, so the hall bathroom one is a tub shower with you know like a you know a shower curtain that you can't see through, right? Uh huh. I'm all pissed off. I'm sweaty and all that's kind of jazz. And, and, uh, my son happened to be here. He lives in town, but he happened to be here. And I opened the, I opened the shower curtains and the fucking skeletons in there. And (laughs) dude, I, I, I took it, I took it like Hulk Hogan and chucked it out into my railing out into the hallway. (laughs) And she was, and afterwards she was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot that was in there. That's but, classic. Dude, dude, I I totally like pile drive the thing. I was so pissed off. <laughs> but you know what? I, I do I mess with her all the time. So it's it was, you know. I'm I'm more I'm more than due for something like that. <laughs> Years ago when I worked in a warehouse, there was one of the guys, his his wife was a, a hairstylist, and so she had one of those like mannequin heads. You know, like a full head of hair that you can like practice doing hair on. Mm-hmm. And so he had th- this uh, coworker had brought it into the warehouse, <laughs> and we knew we knew that the that the boss would get in like an hour before everybody. So he would come in and he would park in the back, and he'd come in through the back door. And you the the lights for the warehouse were like in a. It wasn't like a traditional light switch on a wall. You had to actually open the breaker box and, and trip the breakers, yeah. and then that would turn all the warehouse lights on. And, you know, there are those big halogen bulbs that would take a while to heat up at the time. And yeah. there was one bank of fluorescent lights that was over the service door in the back, but the ballast was going out in it, so it flickered like a horror <laughs> movie. 
And so we stacked up like a whole bunch of boxes until it was roughly like human shoulder height. And then we set that head on the top of it and then took a, a, a jacket in the warehouse and put it around it and put it just nice. out of the pool of flickering light. Oh my God. <laughs> so when the boss came in the next morning, he said he was all tired and he turned on the warehouse lights and he's like looking and then he like looked again and then like all of a sudden it dawned on him like this is a human shape. What the fuck? And he said that like he <laughs> dropped his keys and yelled, hey. <laughs> and that whole week, every night, because he would, he you know, we would put it somewhere and then not tell him. And he would come in first the next morning. Mm, we put it in the nice. men's bathroom. We put it in his office. We put it like we got him. I think three out of five times we got him. And That's one awesome. of those times we had just put it in the bathroom just to get it off the floor so the forklift didn't have to drive around. We didn't even know it was in there and we scared him once unintentionally with it. It was awesome. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I've I've done more than my share of scaring her and it, actually one of the one of them just popped up in my Facebook feed. We what the hell did we buy? It was in a big box. And my son was as when I think it was when he was living at home. He was still here. And I had him hide in the box and I had her come outside like, hey, you know, you wanted to see something like uh, I put this on the, you know, whatever on the front porch. And then he jumped. He ju- it showed up in our Facebook feed the other day. He jumped out of it. And then she was so pissed. She, she like she couldn't get back in the house like the door. She was so mad. She was like, mm, I'm I mean, that's what you get. I mean. Again, growing up with base three boys, but you know, three immature boys. Oh, it's me right. and my two kids. Yeah, so, no, no, that's that's kind of you our know, house, you got but... you got two boys. You <laughs> yes, <know? laughs> so you know that shit. I mean, we just you know, oh, dude, you know, boys are boys, and 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 males are just are just idiots. So <laughs> that's just the way it is. Oh God, one night I think they were playing thirty one. They were. At- Lindsay and the boys were all like just sitting crisscross applesauce on the living room floor playing 31 and and Liam the 12 year old lost and so he threw himself on the couch and he was throwing a hissy fit kicking his legs around and he accidentally put one of his heels through the drywall oh. uh, and he went from having a hissy fit to holy shit I've fucked up like so fast that when they came back to tell me about it because I think I was recording a podcast or something they came back to tell me about it and he was like in tears and I go out and look at it I'm like dude it's a little hole in drywall I'm like like it's it, like you shouldn't have done it. That's that's you know you <laughs> fucked up definitely, but it's like it is not like I'm gonna yell at you about it. Well, it's not, not exactly like that. But so back when I used to work for General Motors, I had a company car, and so my wife was you know stay at home mom and everything, and my kids were were younger. And for that day, I was traveling with the other rep, so I, my car was at home. Well, she was. My my oldest son always liked to sit in the you know driver's seat and you know play whatever, and I can't remember how old he was. Um, five, I don't know, five, four, five, something. Well, apparently she had her lipstick in the car and didn't see that he had just taken it out and just started drawing all over the car inside. You know, dashboard seats, oh, armrest, no. <laughs> like you know, like red lipstick everywhere. So. Anyway, uh, so I get I get home and 
she's she's telling me and she's i cleaned out the car she goes i'm so sorry i you know this happened clean out the car and i'm like i don't give a shit she's like what do you mean i'm like it's a company car i'll go get i'll go pay somebody to clean it you know (laughs) she's like i spent the whole afternoon like scrubbing this red lipstick (laughs) off of this tan leather you know what i mean oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh man so but that that's again that's boys, man. Oh, no, it is. Like, I'm like, my kids aren't destructive at all. But when I was a kid, dude, I was a destructive little shit. Like, I, I remember there was um, out where, where mom and dad have their cabin. The guy who had the cabin next door to theirs, he had like a, yeah, it was like an old, like, sliding glass door or something like that that was just like laying on its side under his cabin. And, and one day I couldn't resist it anymore and I threw a rock at it. And I, and I broke the glass and got in trouble. And then in the in the at the turn of the century, the place where mom and dad have their cabin, it was a a Sokol gymnastic camp. Like imagine that, like weird <laughs> shit. And yeah. um, so they had like a like a like a mess hall type place that it had gone through enough floods to where the river had actually pushed it off its foundation. So it was a condemned building. But it had all these windows that were like, you know, like a double sash window, but with French panes. And so each window had four panes of glass in it. And dude, I went on a tear one time. I went back there because dad was like, oh, it's a condemned building. You know, we're just going to knock it down sometime. And so I was like, oh, cool. Free (laughs) building to go trash. And so I went and broke like a hundred fucking windows. (laughs) Like individual panes of glass, you know. And Mm -hmm. I, I just went on a tear like breaking stuff and then when dad saw he's like what the fuck and i'm like you said it was a condemned building he's like, that doesn't mean you can go fucking have broken glass everywhere back there and i'm like oh well i put the windows up and it was a storm last night all the windows went down and slammed and broke and he's like you think i'm fucking stupid and i'm like i must be with an excuse like that <laughs> oh man yeah one time like i they I, said one time Boys I shot are- out one of his garage windows and told him that I oh, threw a can in the air and it must have shot through the can oh with the BB God. gun. Dude, oh god, I've such, had, I've such had terrible lives. <laughs> Dude, I had it too. I had, I had me and my buddy is in high school, and I'll never forget this. We were, we were in my, uh, my parents. It was a, it was an '84 brown Chevy Cavalier wagon. Okay. Oh, nice, Woo-hoo, baby, and. <laughs> We went, we, we got Burger King, right? And we were eating while I was driving and I was turning a corner and I was eating the Whopper and I held, uh, I don't know why I'm trying to turn and hold the, hold the steering wheel with my legs as I'm eating a Whopper <laughs> turning right, but it went, it went too far and I plowed into this mailbox, you know, oh, no. and, and, and took, uh, basically took my side mirror off and, uh, or it, it, it damaged it a lot. And, uh. Got home and I told my dad that I was I swerved to avoid. I think it was a fucking squirrel, Joe. I think that's what I said, <laughs> and uh, or uh, something. Maybe it was broken glass. I can't remember. And he was like, "I don't believe you." I'm like, "Well, if you don't believe me, I'll go take you there." And I was going to call my buddy Rick, and I'm like, "Go break a bottle over by that street." <laughs> I mean, I was trying to cover myself, you know. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> we did that same that same car again. My buddy Rick. We were always getting in, yeah. We had a couple other people in the car, and we were, we had bottle rockets, right? And of course, Joe, this is dating myself, you know, a glass Coke bottle, which is how we had Coke back then, right? Oh, yeah. 
So we were so you would light the bottle rocket, you put it in the bottle, and you hold it out out the door, and you could shoot bottle rockets, right? So we're doing that, just whatever. And so he goes to he goes in the back seat, he goes to light one and and to put it in the bottle, and he missed, and it went, it went on the ground, and he goes, I missed it. He goes, it's not, he goes, he goes, he goes in the car. I go, step on it, and then you hear this, and then and then all of a sudden. From under the seats is just smoke, like and it's <laughs> pouring out. <laughs> and there's there's in the back seat, um, in the carpet is like a is a flame or is like a a trail of burning of the of the bottle rockets. You know, <laughs> that car, man. Oh, that car. I put that car through hell. I mean, I put that car through absolute hell, and that thing, that thing kept on going. So. Oh man. Um, I speak. <laughs> uh, so when I was 16, so I, I have a October birthday. And so when I got my license, you know, it, it turned winter fairly quick. And I remember my dad had, I think it was like a, a 91 Dodge spirit. And, nice. And I was driving down this, you know, bit of a small hill. And I was like, Oh, there's ice. Let's see what it's like to slide on the ice. And so I just slammed on the brakes in the car, instead of just skidding straight, instead it spun a little bit, and it spun in such a way that the front end of the car clipped a sign on the side of the road that just took the front license plate right off, but didn't otherwise damage the car at all. Yeah. And so I just grabbed the license plate, go home, tell dad that I had to slam on the brakes because a dog ran out in front of me, which he didn't believe. <laughs> and, and his, it, I'll never forget this as long as I live. <laughs> My dad worked swing shift growing up, and and uh-huh. having a kid like me couldn't have been easy on top of it. And so a lot of memories of my dad, I've got lots of great memories of doing, you know, like going out in the woods, going fishing him, you know, teaching me how to track deer, really fun stuff like that. Also got lots of memories of my dad being a total psycho where I could see the whites all around his eyes. Uh Like when I watch shows like F is for family, I'm like, Oh, I get that. I get it. Because you know, I, when I grew up, I got yelled at a lot. I I didn't really get beat a lot. I think I got threatened with, with getting whipped with his leather belt more than it actually ever really happened. Yeah. But um, I remember his, his response was, next time a dog runs out in front of you, you hit that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> if he listens to this podcast, this might be the first time where he's actually ever heard me admit that that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah. But it's, you know, I tell you, it's, um, I mean, knowing how boys are and how I was, not it's, you know, now at my age and, you know, my boys are 28 and 26 and, you know, they're, they're not, you know, messing with each other anymore. And they're like real, you know, real brothers. And, you know, he's like, man, we did something right. It's, it's nice to see that because like four Christmases ago we were in Georgia and, uh, my youngest, my oldest always messed with the youngest and, my youngest was walking by and my oldest hit him in the balls. It was Christmas, right? <laughs> and, oh, dude, it almost turned into a brawl. Oh, no. And, and little little wife, brother was not going to stand for it. <laughs> my wife my wife dragged my oldest outside and it was like, what the fuck? You're like, let's come on. Like, And, it, yeah, it was – but, you know, it's funny that, I don't know, you get to a certain age and – immature and maybe you know you've done some things right and they kind of see your side of things and you know it's you know there's they're they got good jobs and you know one's got a family and a grandson and so it's i I get i'm getting nostalgic joe because like 
Now you start. It's weird to think that like I like I'm in the what the what am I in this this second third of life or the third I don't know the past the halfway point, Joe. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it just makes it just makes you think. Like I never used to think. I I don't consider like I said I'm 53. I don't feel 53. And my wife will tell you I don't act like I'm 53. And uh, I, again, I've got an office that looks like a 24 year old. Uh, nerd lives here so <laughs> i mean i just try and stay trying to you know try and stay young and and uh have fun and you know it's just can't do anything about it but you know at least i'm not david you know, david's even though he's i think he's a little younger than me he looks older than me so <laughs> <laughs> well dude now that i'm 42 now i just turned 42 in october and I'm old enough now to where I I'm I think about my mortality more than I ever have before. Like, yeah. Like when I when I renewed benefits at, at work and did my life insurance, I was like, oh, we're gonna up that. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. up that because it's like you're getting to the age now. It's like I don't fucking know. And it's like I could do so much better in terms of the diet I eat and the regular amount of exercise I get. And so like that shit I worry about all the time now. Yeah. Where it's like, dude, you you can't be this heavy getting into your forties. You got to go out and fucking do something about it. Like I was on a really good track with climbing and, but I, I pushed too hard and burned out on it to the, the, the thought of like going and working that hard again. And I was like, no, 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 no. And, but then I like get into rhythms where I start doing good again, but then I immediately injure myself somehow. Like I was on a really good track climbing again in the gym fucking injured a pulley tendon in my my left ring finger again so that'll put me out for at least a month month and a half and it's like god damn it it's joe, always joe, fucking I heard, something joe i i hurt injured myself folding laundry i mean it's that's <laughs> just wait it doesn't get any better all right and, and by the way while we were talking my wife she sent me a message she goes she must hear she goes 24 year old messy nerd in, in caps so that's what i am so huh. <laughs> But yeah, so to, so you you know you're gonna you know you know reach down you know when you're driving your car reach down for uh, something that fell on the floor and you're gonna tweak your back, Joe. So it doesn't get better. Oh, so. I've, yeah, I've done dumb shit like that, or I just sleep in a funny position, and then I can't check my blind spot in my car without it hurting for like a week. Oh, dude, dude, when it, when that happens to you, the neck, it's so bad. Yeah, it's like, it's the it fucking is. worst. It's it's just like you can't even move. It's like, you know, you're you're, ugh, you know, I've had back issues. Thank God, it's it's gotten much better. But I had it. I was at a point, um, like I would like crawl down the stairs. Like I couldn't even stand up. It was that bad. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, and I go and of course I go to the back, you know, go to the back doctor, and I'm like, oh, crazy horse is gonna say surgery, and he's like. It's this non-surgical. He's like, you just need to exercise, build your core up. I'm like, fuck. I'm <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> can't you just can't you just cut me open? Well, the good thing about planks is you can throw an iPad on the floor and at least watch stuff while you're doing it. So you can yes. be entertained entertained during your misery. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just not. I'm. You know, I'll do I'll do good with walking. You know, and then the weather turns like shit. You know, so it's like, oh god, and I, I, do, I will not go to a gym. I'm just not. I can't do it. I just can't. No, me, well, part of it with me is it's like I, I think of how much the monthly expense is for a gym membership, and then I'm like, fuck, we're spending like 
250 to $300 a week on groceries right now. Oh, man. So it's like, I no, no, I can't. And so it's like, whatever I do, I've got to somehow do on my own, you know? It's, it was funny that you know like with the kids like now paying for their own stuff and my we you know we went to dinner and, and my you know we invited my son because you know he, he's he lives in a house in town you know with somebody so came there and he was like he's like you know i went over to was it costco at lunch or something and he goes it was f- like a plate of, fr- of fries was four bucks he's like fuck that <laughs> you know i'm no like shit. oh Oh, when we're not paying for it, all of a sudden it's a big deal, you know? <laughs> I mean, I I remember forget this. This was this was years ago. I think it was around Christmas time. We were at my son's in Georgia. And so my oldest son used to live, he had his own room in the basement and a bathroom and, and all that. And so and he would take these long showers and like, what the fuck's going on? So so anyway, so this was a few years ago, and so my son, my youngest son, is staying in one of the other rooms, and then my oldest, when he comes downstairs, he's like, "Tyler, you left the light on in your room." I'm like, "Whoa!" I go, "Wow, what a revelation! Like electricity, <laughs> like now you have to pay for it." You know, it's like it's just funny <laughs> seeing them turn into crotchety old adults like me. So. <laughs> I did that as soon as I had kids. Like I turned into my dad in so many ways to where it's like in the summertime, we'll be in the backyard and they'll come running out of the house and just leave the back door wide open. And so the amount of times that Lindsay and I just look at the, look at them and just yell door. And then they just turn around walk back, open the screen door, close the inside door. And then in the wintertime, they'll do the same thing. It's like door (laughs) or they'll stand there with the fridge open, the fridge door open, staring at shit. And I'm like, come up, come up with a plan, open the door, get your shit out, and then close it. Or like he'll be, yeah. like the, one of them will be getting like a, a drink of chocolate milk or something. They'll leave the fridge door wide open the whole time. Like, what are you doing? Like, well, I'm gonna put it right back away. Oh. <laughs> like, fuck. Mm. My wife thinks it's hilarious because she's like, I don't give a shit. I mean, she'll t- she'll remind him about the 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 door to the house, but like she doesn't feel the same way about the fridge as me, and so it's really amusing to her. No, dude, I gotta have like. I got to have ice cold milk, man. It's that's the way it's got to be, especially because <laughs> yeah. I because I well, you know, as we talk about not going to the gym. So I so my wife comes home with I love famous Amos cookies, you know, and you go to Costco <laughs> and you get you get the box that's got 42 packages and there are eight cookies in a bag. Right. <laughs> and so I so that's what I'll have at night. I'll have two bags and, and ice cold milk, you know, that's so, been your thing for a while, too, hasn't it? It has been. Yeah, I could have swore I've heard you talk about famous Amos cookies like way back in the supercast days. So that's, that's a blast oh from God. the past. That's funny. All right, Joe, Joe, no, you guess what's sitting in front of me here? Not a famous Amos. I've got four mini Milky Ways sitting in front of me right here. <laughs> so she so so she bought she bought these gigantic bags, like two or three bags for for Halloween, right? Um and and like I said, our neighborhood, we have like long driveways, so people set up at the top of the driveway. Well, it fucking poured down rain. So we we went out to dinner with friends instead. So we had all these, all these, this candy left over. So she's got, and my wife's an organization freak. So she's got these clear like cylinders. One's full of Milky Way. One's full of Snickers. One's full of Kit Kat. One's full of hundred grand. One's full of this, you know, and I'll just go in. I'm like, well, they're there, you know, so, you know, and you grab three at a, three at a time or whatever. 
they're the Joe. It says they're the fun size. Yeah, <laughs> like you have to eat it. How can you not have fun with those? It is the fun size. <laughs> I, I still, I still say to this day, there is going to. Um, ABC News is going to say breaking news. Uh, scientists have determined. That people who eat Reese's peanut butter cups, Milky Way, and chocolate chip cookies live until they're 150. This is breaking news. And that's, I'm going to say, oh, I'm set. <laughs> I'm perfect. You know, like God would not have invented chocolate if you weren't meant to eat it. Okay. So. Dude, as I've gotten older, like Reese's peanut butter cups have, has, have been my favorite my entire life. But I've noticed that when I hit about 35, I started getting heartburn really bad. And if I have more than like more than like two Reese's peanut butter cups, like it's going to give me hellacious heartburn. I don't, well, I don't, do you, I don't know. Do what you notice one thing here. we were talking about with Reese's? Do you notice that the, the normal original size of chocolate and peanut butter is the best? Like the thin ones aren't good. And if you buy ones that are like the giant, like jumbo size ones, the, the ratio is off. So, I like that peanut butter. Like, like it, when, when like the seasonal shapes come out, you know, like if it's around Halloween, it's a big giant pumpkin. Christmas, it's a tree. You know, that yeah. sort of shit. Like, those are my favorite because I, I oh, really, no, no, really dude. like the oh, peanut no, butter. Oh, no, dude. I uh, don't, 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 t- don't, I don't know why, but the, the Easter egg shaped ones and the tree ones taste better. I don't know why. <laughs> I agree. It's in my head. Because I just, eat, <laughs> I mean, it's just. Or around <laughs> around Easter, it's just like the big egg shaped ones. Like yeah, dude, I watched I watched um, the reruns. But do you remember those? Sh- it was the shows like the Men That Build America or the whatever that built America. Oh yeah, yeah, or, like the History Channel. So, so they had one. It was um, it had to do with candy, and they went. It it was like with cereal and candy, and the 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 guy from. Mars who created M&Ms. So the way that he pitched it to to the Mars Corporation was he first he had to travel there by train, right? Of course, back then. That's uh, so what early 1900s or something like that mm-hmm. in the summertime, right? So he goes there and he's making the pitch and he shows them that you know the M&Ms basically and uh the guys like, "Oh, it's not a big deal." You know, and he's like, "These have been with me the whole time coming from wherever. And the guy's like, what? Cause you know, no refrigeration and anything back then. Right. But it, I, I'm like, that is fucking cool. That just how these, how they inventor, I'm glad there's inventors out there to come up with this stuff. But it was like, yeah, like melt, you know, melt in your mouth, not in your hands. That's, that's M&Ms. So it's, it was fascinating. They, they talk about how the, how they accidentally created frosted cornflakes it's just it's super cool man i like i just i love i love watching i love watching stuff for like world war ii and back you know oh agreed when you brought up the the m&ms thing it reminded me of this thing that i either saw or read years and years ago and so i i googled it real quick m&ms were created in 1941 and during world war ii they were part of soldiers ration kits and so part of what helped M&M's blow up so much is when these soldiers came back from war, they were like, They're dude, like, where were those little candy-coated chocolates that I had in my ration kits? Because in when they were first made, they were exclusively sold to the U.S. military. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that fucking weird shit? Yeah. It's, yeah. oh, man. 
It's it's so cool. I love. I why can't we I, have I, more delightful shit like M and M's come out of the military industrial complex? Oh my god! <laughs> no, well, no, Joe, Joe. We've got a. Did you did you see the thing last week? The new the B two B. We we need another stealth bomber. We oh need no, I didn't. Like I, I always thought. Like why couldn't you just say, "Hey," and you have an open field. We have a thousand stealth bombers out there. You can't see them, but we're gonna fuck you up if. If you mess with us, yeah, <laughs> it's the so, emperor's new clothes of stealth, with stealth bombers. <laughs> uh, well, if, if, first of all, again, if, if you think about it, like yeah, all these different places, whether you're Republican, Democrat, all these places have military and, and aerospace and all that. And they're all going to they're all going to make sure that, you know, you fund my project. I fund your project and whether we need these projects or not. It's just it's 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 just so hypocritical it's ridiculous that's oh, dude cedar rapids Iowa is the home to rockwell collins which they uh, have military contracts up the ass building like radio systems and stuff for for military one of yeah. my friends used to work there as like a uh, an electronics tester and so he'd just have to go into like different places all the time and you know like pull a circuit board and then take it back to his workstation and test it and he said that there'd be certain rooms where he'd walk into and just everybody would immediately shut off their monitors when he would walk in because they were working on top secret shit. And I'm like, oh, God damn, yeah. dude, that's fucking wild. Well, think about the stuff that we don't know about that's out there or that they're working on. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. There's that, what is that? Um, God damn it. There was, what the hell was it? It was like, you know, there were the like super small drones that they're, that they're working on, you know, that, that are like that you see like with a batman would use or something yeah you know? like insect sized yeah so dude that's some wild I mean, shit like i've seen fucking pinhole cameras that are like the size of a grain of rice and it's like that sort of shit it's like god i never want to stay in an airbnb in my life yeah i mean i don't know yeah. why anybody would want to see me naked there's gonna be nothing but disappointment there but <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh no! <laughs> be like, why is he helicoptering it to dry it? And it's like just for your benefit, creepy yeah. reporter guy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so yeah, that's why it's I, I it, it's just interesting to to think about what's what's being worked on out there. And um, well, remember that one helicopter that that crashed during the Bin Laden raid, and it was like a stealth helicopter that yeah, it was, yeah, that it was, like was how Hawk. they had to divulge to the world that it existed. Yeah, it was a st- it was like a stealth Blackhawk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are the other stories I heard from that raid? I don't know if it's true or not, but I find it both horrifying, equally ho- equal parts horrifying and fascinating. Is that they had like German Shepherd attack dogs with them that had titanium teeth? I'm like, oh I'm like that's some Bond villain shit. I, I I hope it's not true because the horrifying factor that that they would put a dog under a surgery and then like pull out all of its teeth and replace it with titanium ones. It's like no fucking way. But then the other part of me is like. I'd kind of believe it. Oh. No, it's good. I, I tell you the the other show I watch is to, to catch a smuggler. And oh, I've never even heard of that one. That sounds oh, fascinating. Dude, there, though. It's, oh, dude, it's on like uh, Learning Channel or something like that. And they 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 go down. They're at Texas. They're in Miami at airports and all that. And just the, I mean, I got to give the cartel and those places credit of how they try and sneak this shit in. Uh, I mean, there was, I think the most interesting one was, uh, it was between, it was like sheets of, was it meth? But it was between 
it was a cardboard box, big cardboard box of other stuff in it. So the meth was between the layers of cardboard. You know what I mean? Oh, like in All the, the corrugating? In the court. I'm like, that's pretty freaking ingenious. And um, what, what the f- – uh, of course, you know, the cars, they kind of do all that kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> Immediately think of, of Up in Smoke where they have the ice cream truck that's completely made of marijuana. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's – <laughs> It's, it's but the but the dogs they have dogs that sniff for drugs dogs that sniff for money, I mean it's just it's amazing what you can train these uh these some of them are German shepherds some of them are other breeds, but yeah, I saw uh, some sort of I don't know if it was a bomb sniffing dog or a drug sniffing dog but it was a beagle and it was in the Chicago yes. airport on the way back from Germany in 2017 I was like that is the cutest little <laughs> fucking cop dog I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, shit. I, I just, I just, I was just in Chicago. Uh, it, it was so. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> always fun. Well, it was my my cousin passed away. He had he got diagnosed with brain cancer in oh, April. Yeah, I'm so sorry for it your was loss, just, dude. Yeah, it, man. It, it was. It looked like you guys were really close too. Yeah, we were. It was. It. You know my. My is my aunt is she's been through so much loss. So, you know, the first my my uncle, her husband, he was in the Illinois Air National Guard and he was a boom operator on a KC-135. And uh, there was it was one night I get the the guy who was supposed to be going on. the It was a training flight and they were transporting some other uh, some other people. Uh, I don't know if it was other reservists or something. And anyway, that guy was six, so my uncle needed, you know, the hours. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go. And the it had an explosion midair, and so he lost his life. That was that was like 1980, say 82 or 83, you know. Um, and then so, and I was at my grandmother's. I was sleeping over at my grandmother's when that call came in because I heard her screaming. And I was, and then I put the pillow over my head. I, I never forget that. It was just, it was horrible. Um, so I lost, you know, lost my uncle. And then again, I was very close with my cousins. Um, and then my, my other cousin, Chris, he was a hemophiliac. So if anybody doesn't know what that is, is you can't, your, you, your blood doesn't clot. So a, a cut could be fatal, you know, or, or a hematoma or something like that, you know? And, um, so he would have to take this, this he, this platelet stuff that would like like help with his condition, and um, so this was again early '80s, and this is before they really knew um, like HIV. Well, that was in the blood supply, and which was what was what made his medicine. And oh no, they didn't. They didn't. You know, at the time, they didn't know. Well, you have to heat it to whatever it is, four hundred degrees, or so. Anyway, he ended up getting AIDS from that and died. Um. So you know, we lost him in the early nineties, and then and then uh, and then again, my cousin here just so she's lost her husband and two sons. It's just, I just couldn't imagine. I I I can't think of uh, a worse fate than a a parent outliving their children. Oh, I it's mean, a, it's unnatural I, and it, it's, it's, I just, just said, it's cruel when it happens. Yeah. I just, I, I, I just said, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being 76 and my wife and my two sons are, are not with me. It's just, 
and she's so strong and I mean, she's amazing. Um, so I'm, so now I'm trying to, you know, it was his birthday yesterday. So I was messaging her. I'm, it's, you know, so I'm, I got to try and, you know, be there for her. You know, it's just, you know, he used to do stuff for her. He used to, you know, he lived in Texas, but he would like fly up and, you know, she had a little Dave list and I said, well, his list is now my list. So whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do, you know, if I was blowing out her gutters when I was there and, you know, you know, fixing, <laughs> she's so funny that she was like, you know, and my garage just opens by itself. Uh, I have no idea. Somebody else must have my code. I'm like, nah, probably not. You know, I'm like, I don't, it's highly unlikely because there's millions of codes. She's like, I'm telling you, Joe, uh, somebody's got my code. So when I needed to open her garage, uh, I said, where's the remote? She goes, it's in my purse. Well, she's got a zip tie <laughs> around it in her purse. Like I said, the zip tie is pushing on the button. She's like, oh, really? Huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but. Uh, At least it's a simple fix. Yeah. So, yeah, we're. So I'm going to probably go, me and my wife are probably going to go there at some point in June. We will probably, I will probably be at C2E2 this year. So oh, I will no probably, shit. That's exciting. I, I will probably, yeah, I'll probably come. Uh, that's at the, what is that, the end of? It is, I believe, is March 31st, April 1st and 2nd. Yeah, yeah, because we're going to just, we're going to be just getting back from a vacation and then, um and then I've got some friends, you know, friends I want to see there, and and I was going to try and see them in February, but uh, can't it doesn't work out. I'm like, well, well let's just time it for C2E2. So that's that's going to be my plan. So hopefully I can see everyone. That would be nice. Sweet, I'll, I'll be there but, for the Saturday. Yeah, so I'd stay at my aunt. She li- she lives near uh, on the North Shore near Wilmette. So she's oh perfect. Fifteen minutes, you know, fifteen minutes from the airport and. You know, that kind of thing. So, but, but yeah, so, so, so I try not to complain about my life, Joe, because I mean, there's always someone who's got it worse. No, I you remind know? myself of that sort of stuff all the time that, that when it comes down to, to the important stuff, it's like, I'm, I'm wealthy, you know, but yeah, my, me and my family were, we're all happy, healthy. We got food on the table. Uh, it's cold outside and it's warm in the house. You know, what more can we ask for? So, you know, for, yeah. for the important stuff like that, we're, we're very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I've got a grandson now and who's amazing and, you know, it's, uh, what's that like being a grandfather versus a father? Is it still this? I, I gotta imagine it's, it's much the same feeling the first time you hold that, little baby and you're looking at it because you're connected to it but it's like at the end of the day it's like here's your bundle of joy back buddy i'm gonna sleep well, good tonight. what's funny <laughs> what's, what's what's funny is that my oldest son is is very much like me so you know loud and i like always picking him up swinging him and i did the same thing and now that i watch it i'm like oh be careful you know but, <laughs> but i used i remember my wife was always nervous I, and i told her i said I was told, I said, trust me, I will never drop him. I will, I will, I won't do anything that is super dangerous, but trust me. Cause I was always, I was always making him fly like Superman and I would hold him up around the corner. So it looked like he was Spider-Man on a wall from people in the other room <laughs> and I would move him up and down and things That's like that. Awesome. So, but yeah, he's, he's so, he's so much fun. We went to, 
you know, we did a family vacation. I, uh, we took everyone to Disney in in the beginning of October, which coincided with my wife's birthday. Oh, nice! And and uh, you know, he was you know he's three, but he had he had a great time. He it, he's three, but he's like forty two inches tall, Joe. So he was, oh, he was like he, he'd go on all these rides, like the Star Wars rides and everything. Uh, we got to see Adam Cornette there, which was awesome. Uh, you know, uh, the Star Wars land is amazing there. You know, it oh, is. Oh, yeah. Adam it, looks like it, he's having the time of his life working there, too. Whenever dude, I see him in pictures, he always looks so happy. Dude, it's yeah, it's I mean, he's he's working at Galaxy's Edge in the Droid Depot. Oh, my I mean, God. How, that'd be amazing. Dude, how can you not? Like, Shanks was just there with him. Oh, Ron Clairbout's uh, there in, in Disney right now. He was sending me pictures earlier showing me the, the Ahsoka lightsabers that he got. And I was like, oh, that's incredible. Uh, Oh, Joe, I built, I built, we, we did the workshop, the Savi's workshop where you build your own lightsaber. And so everything, when you go there, everything is, it's, it's like you're in care. Everybody's in character, right? So like when you go into this lightsaber build, she talks about a story about the, the lore of the Jedi and the Skywalkers and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure Rebecca loves to hear about more Skywalkers, you know? <laughs> But, Do they talk about how young Jedi would have to, when their Padawans would have to go and find the Kyber crystal that calls out to them and everything? They, they talk about all that. Sweet. And, so, and, and then so basically, and then you pick out your different things, Joe, and uh, and then. Uh, you know, do you want power? You know, peace and justice. Do you want you know power in this? Do you want nature? Whatever it is. So you, it's four different things, and you put it together, and then they put it in there, and then can you hear it? Oh yeah, I, I heard that. You, yeah. So, <laughs> so so I've got I've got it on my shelf here. I've got the I've got the purple. It's well, actually, I have the different kyber crystals. So the 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 blade is goes off the kyber crystal. So Adam gave me a green one. So the Luke, the Jedi one, I have the purple. And then I bought, uh, did I buy a, a white one? I don't know. But anyway, that was super fun. You could build droids too if you want. You have to, you know, you have to have reservations like 60 days out. And they're, everything's booked. It's unbelievable the money they got coming in for this. And after we got back, they raised the prices on everything. Like 10%. Oh, and I've heard what people have paid for like a Disney vacation to do all that stuff. I'm like, dude, it looks incredible. It sounds incredible. But when I think, because like we do like hiking vacations. So when I think about, it's like, dude, we could spend a month in Colorado for two grand. Oh my God. (laughs) Not three days in Florida. Dude, you, 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 you do have to just forget about, that's why they want you to charge everything with the wristband. Oh yeah. Bing, bing, bing. You know, they don't want you taking out cards and things like that um, oh yeah no we've we've stayed like uh there's these um like resorts that you can go that they're great for if you're traveling with kids and it's called great wolf's lodge oh yeah yeah we've been in them all over the midwest and they give you a fucking wristband there where you just charge shit to it and dude that can yeah. be dangerous yeah well dude listen at, the, at so at galaxy's edge of course my oldest son is like me so he's he's like in the, super into all this so there's like he's like, do you did you download this Disney Parks app? I'm like, no. He's like, so when you're in Droid Depot or, or when you're in Galaxy's Edge, there's different places. So so Joe, they have so we went there one at night one night, which is unbelievable. Okay. Oh, it's, that's gonna look the incredible. Lights, it is absolutely incredible. So they and they have a full size like Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter 
you know, and they got a full size this X wing, and they, they of course they got the Falcon, but like he could, there was some little like decoding game you, you can do real quick, and we were like forty feet away from the Tie Fighter, and then it it makes the Tie Fighter light up and make sounds and all that from from you doing it. No way to, to be to be interactive. Oh, dude, it's so wild. There's a there's a there's a bounty uh like for, like mandalorian type like quest you can go on of finding different things and then you go to this you know you go to this wall and act like uh i think it's that like uncar plut you know remember from um the dude you know four portions to yes. ray that one <laughs> like you go there to get paid you know it's just it's so wild they've got a they've got a a food place in there that uh, is cooking chicken that looks like the the flame is coming is coming out of a, an engine from a, a pod racer. Oh no so, way! <laughs> and then and then as you're dude as dude uh, as you're walking, they they took actual C three PO and R two D two footprints, and they they're they're there's all kind of droid trot. There's you know the gronk gonk droid and all around <laughs> as you go walk. I mean, so the level of detail that they put into this is amazing and you pay for it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just a way, that's just a way like the, the one. So we were going to do like a quick lunch. It was like, you know, like walk up pizza and that kind of thing. And it was closed. Right. And my grandson wanted, I want pizza. I want pizza. Okay. So that we're, we're at this. I think we were in, were we in, no, we weren't in Epcot. No, we were, no, we were at, at, uh, Hollywood Studios. That's where we're at. So, anyways, so we ended up, you know, we had to go to a sit-down, you know, place restaurant. Fucking two hundred dollar lunch. You know, Ugh. it's like for you know, you know, six, seven of us. But it's like, oh god, I just wanted, I just wanted a ten dollar thing of pizza. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it is, it is great. It's a, it's, it's. I've, I've been to Disney, you know, probably this is probably my fifth time. So we, we we went there on our honeymoon. My you know, my grandparents took us there. Me and my cousins there as we were, when we were kids. Uh, we went there on a family vacation in '99. So uh, it's it's just it's one of those things. But yeah, it's I, I went to it when when I worked at the dealership when I was service manager. Uh, Sh- Chevrolet had a uh, partnered with the Disney Institute. Okay, about you know how to deliver exceptional service. You can apply it to any business. Was the premise of it, right? So we go to we you know we fly down to Florida and we go you know we we have this is a three day class and the, the the class starts and the instructor comes out. He's like you know my name is whatever. He goes, I want to make th- one thing perfectly clear. At Disney, we are a for profit business. He says everything we do. Every interaction with our guest, every this, every that is designed to make us the most amount of money. <laughs> that's how he started the class. Yeah. Like, well, that's, that's the, the truth. It's the only purpose of of a business on that level. Or yeah. basically anything that's a corporation, anything that has a board of directors. It's the only purpose for it is to turn a profit. And every year they expect to see some sort of growth in their sheets, whether it's realistic or not. Yeah. Well, and they took, like I said, they, you know, they've, they used to, if you stayed on Disney property and flew in, okay, they had this Disney Magical Express. It was a free bus ride in, in, in this beautiful bus, right? 
and that they would take your bags and your bags would magically appear at your room. Well, they fucking got rid of that, you know, because to save money. And there's little things that they've done that, that that used to always be there that aren't there. But again, I mean, as long as people keep going, they, you know, they're like, okay, well, we can save whatever. This 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 comes out to two million dollars a year. So that's all. <laughs> it's all the bottom line. I mean, it's just the way. It's just it's just the way it is. So, but whatever. we we were fortunate. We were fortunate because so my my oldest son is is he's. He's got a, he's a, he's got a, he works for a defense con or not a defense con, he works for a government contractor, but he's also in the army reserves. So we got to stay at, uh, it's called shades of green. It is the military resort that's on Disney property. And we got two rooms for less than the price of one. On, oh, good. At, I'm glad they're yeah. taking care of them because somebody oh, fucking dude. needs to. Oh, dude, the, the 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 Disney tickets are half. So the the like I said, the room was half basically, and uh, it was so that was that was really cool. That's why I told my son, I'm like, yeah, just I'll, I'll buy. He was talking about all I want to do is build a lightsaber. I'm like, I'll buy your fucking lightsaber because we're <laughs> we're saving so much money, right? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. So, but so, and it was, and we went there. We were. It was the week. Or days after that hurricane that blasted through that hit, you know, Shooty and everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was you couldn't tell anything, Joe. I mean, granted, they didn't they were more inland, so they didn't get they got some water, but you you couldn't tell anything happened. And it was we were there the whole week, the first week of October, every single day was eighty-five and not a cloud in the sky. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> It was absolutely perfect. That so, sounds incredible. Whenever yeah. I think about how expensive Disney is, I always think back to a it's a mid nineties Damon Wayans stand up special that I think it premiered on HBO and I think it was called Still Standing. Did you ever see uh -huh. that one? It sounds familiar. It's fucking great. He's got a really great bit about Disneyland and he's got a really awesome bit about the OJ trial in it. You know, because oh, it was topical back then. It was fucking hilarious. But his bit about Disney is hilarious because he's talking about how, like, arguing with the people at the gate to get in and about mm -hmm. how white people just, here's my wallet. Take me back. <laughs> Take out what <laughs> oh, yeah. you think I should I should pay and give me back what you think I should deserve. <laughs> he'd be at the gate arguing me like thirty two fifty, which is hilarious that it'd be thirty two fifty. Yeah. And he's like, for thirty two fifty, I'm gonna fuck one of them dwarves. <laughs> well, do you remember? Do you remember the? Uh, remember when Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Night Live? Remember the skit where they he he he, he they they did a uh, he painted him white, and it was it was uh, he went oh, what the and his name was Mr. White. Like he went to a job interview, <laughs> you know. But the, the one the one part of the the one part of the skit was the. The, the guy was like, you know, here, take this. Just take it. We give it to each other. Don't worry about it. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember what it hilarious. was. <laughs> was it money? Was it? I can't remember what I it don't, was. It's been too long since I've seen it, but I, I remember that premise, though. <laughs> that he's like going around seeing what it's like to be white for a day. <laughs> yes. He's just no, getting like, shit for free. <laughs> yeah. Like, here, just take it. Just take it. That's what... <laughs> <sighs> Oh man, <sighs> it's fun yes. to go back and revisit some of those stand-up specials from like the fucking eighties and nineties sometimes because it's like even like 
when you listen to like kind of the more like, you know, risque comedians, it's like, they still don't really talk like that. Yeah. It's because, well, dude, I just, I just, I just saw Jerry Seinfeld last week. Oh yes. How was that? Oh man. It's it's awesome. I mean, uh, it's, he's so funny. Such a smart too. Smart sense of humor. Very smart. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know where we were at on the tour, uh, but I think it's we're in the early part, so he's still working through some of the stuff. Uh, but it was funny. He had somebody come out for like 15 minutes of, you know, as a friend of his that did some stuff. And then he was out. He did about an hour and 15 minutes. And uh, it was, yeah, it, it was Seinfeld humor. I, I just love it. It's he's <laughs> I and I had my my youngest son went with me because my wife was getting over like a cold that was worse than COVID. You know, it was like the cold that from hell. Ugh. So, uh, so she couldn't go with me, but yeah, it's one of my, as I said on Facebook, it was one of my bucket list items. So it was, it was, it was so funny. So I'm glad I did it. Oh, and yeah. then I just, and then for her, I just got Hamilton tickets for next year. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just had a, a, one of those bucket list ones where, um, at the beginning of November, I went to Peoria and saw Bill Burr with uh, Brian and Jake from PCL. Oh, yeah. I remember you having you guys talking about that. And that was a great show, dude. Bill Burr is one of my favorites. Bill Burr is 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 just naturally funny. Yes. He, he, you know, podcasts or whatever. He's just – he's I, he's always funny. I agree. So. I agree. <laughs> And, and the way – and it, plus, you know, the delivery, kind of like Seinfeld, you know, you know some of this delivery, you know, it, it's it's just classic. Yeah, agreed, dude. There was um, I don't remember which special it was anymore. It's been too long, but I had it on CD, and it was a Seinfeld one. And I, re- <laughs> it's just such smart humor. He's talking about being in the airplane bathroom and why is there a slot for used razor blades? Like number one, <laughs> who's shaving on a plane? Let alone shaving enough that they're having to discard razor blades. <laughs> He's like, is the wolf man on my flight? <laughs> <laughs> He he was he did he did he did he did a bit about uh, just it's junk and stuff people have you know and you know it goes from it goes from the room and then then it goes down to the basement and then it goes into a storage tote and then then we pay people to store our garbage (laughs) under under this rickety you know ratchety steel garage door you know. And he's like, he's like talking to, he's like, I'm going to try and get you guys out of here. You just got to bear with me. But right now, this is where you belong. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, if you think about, he goes, if you think about it, everything on this planet is either garbage or (laughs) pre-garbage. I'm like, that's true. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Cause you know, as, as we have, I mean, we, so my father-in-law, he passed away about a year, a little over a year ago. So we had, you know, take stuff from his house and all that. And we just, we still have stuff everywhere, Joe. But we had, now we had to get a storage unit to oh, put no. a bunch of stuff in. And so this, and I've said this for this past year, that's the business to be in. Okay. You need, you need the capital and you need land. Okay. You don't need a lot of pieces. It's not like you need all these employees, right? And they're, Joe, all the places by me, they're at like 98% capacity. Like for, for me to get a 10 by 25 unit, like it took – like when I found one, I'm like, I'll take it. it. It's insane. And then how they get you – oh, there's no contract. It's just month to month, right? 
So you move all your shit in, Joe, right? And I've seen people, and again, mine, ours isn't like this, where it's like literally putting 10 pounds of shit, you know, in a five pound bag where the, uh-huh. it's like coming out and they're closing the door, you know, it's like, it's just a wall of shit. Okay. Um, so they, so you, they get you with the, oh, you get it. It's, you know, your rate is whatever. It's $200 a month. It's a special or whatever. Then after three months, you get a thing. Oh, it's going up to three thirty. So what are you going to do? $30 a month to store your shit. Yeah. So Joe, so what are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to unload all of your shit out of a 10 by 25? Or are you going to say, are going to say, fuck it. Are you going to say, just, (laughs) I'm going to leave it in there. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, dude, that sounds like a racket. I mean, it's a total, that's that's one of those businesses where it's like, there's always going to be people that need more space to put their shit that is too precious for them to get rid of. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you just, just next time, you know, just start looking online by you and then see what's available because I'm telling you everywhere out here, they are, they're like at capacity. Like, 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 like I, I can't show you, I can't show you that unit. You know, I, we don't have any to show you, you know, but I'll let you know if it comes available type thing. Cause Damn. I was like, well, do we got a smaller one? Maybe one that's climate controlled, you know, fuck, but. Yeah, I get the I get the little card in the mail. It's like a postcard. Like who the fuck sends a postcard? And it's like, yeah, your go, your rate is going up from whatever it was, 220 to 3 whatever. I'm like, fuck. Aloha. You We're about to bend you. Yeah. All right. All right, big boy. On get a ready. postcard. Like it's get exciting ready. news. Yeah, here's a postcard. <laughs> Do a while back I rented a 30 yard dumpster and absolutely filled the fucking thing with with stuff oh, from my garage. Like it was incredible. And then and that wasn't even really going through all the shit that was in storage up in the rafters. And so then I totes. went through all that oh, shit and oh, like good. condensed it down to I think eight oh. different totes that now all that stuff is in still up overhead in the garage, but I put a number on the side of each tote and then took a piece of paper and jotted down like just briefly, like what is in this, like old CD cases, like old, you know, like old baseball cards, old clothes in the ones where it's like the, the the tote of old clothes. It's like, this is clothes from the fucking nineties slash early two thousands. Like these are, this is shit that's been in storage it's like as soon as I moved out of my mom and dad's house, my dad immediately threw all my shit that was left over in totes and put it up overhead in my garage. And then like the first weekend I had my house, he showed up with all those totes and he's like, now they can be in your garage. And I'm like, good play. <laughs> good play. But Man. that's how long they've been in totes. But I still couldn't bring myself to absolutely throw all of it away. I threw away a bit of it, but I couldn't throw away all of it. Yeah, I'm 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 getting better with that. It's like, well, you know, I have stuff in my toolbox. Like, you know, one day somebody's going to need a starter solenoid for an 86 Jeep Grand Cherokee <laughs> and I'm going to be the hero. Like, they're going to be like, wow. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So it, 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 it's insane. It's it's so we like we had a China cabinet that you, we couldn't even give it away, Joe. I'm like, well, put it. I keep I said, keep lowering the price, you know, and then. Then I went on Facebook Marketplace and I'm looking at all these ones, China cabinet, free, free, free. I'm like, we're never getting rid of this thing. Nah, the new it's, generation doesn't give a shit about displaying plates. So, so 
So my wife was like, well, take it to Goodwill. I'm like, what a fucking pain in the ass. (laughs) So so I was start. So like, oh, my God, I'm like starting to I was like starting to to uh, like get it on the truck and I damaged it. And and I was like, you know what? And I fucking Joe, I fucking cut the thing up, put it in the back of my truck and took it to the dump. And I just dumped it like gone. Dude, that that the, all, those totes that I have of clothes. There's like one of my clothes, one of Lindsay's clothes. I think there's a whole tote full of old shoes of Lindsay's, and like people are like, oh, you should take it to Goodwill. And I'm like, I would rather pay a dollar for a garbage tag and throw it away than waste my time driving there. Which sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds absolutely fucking terrible. And it's like, well, people could have this. It's like, dude, nobody wants a fucking Fubu shirt from fucking two thousand. Okay, nobody fucking needs that. I didn't need it at the time. When I see myself Damon, in pictures, da- wearing Damon it, I'm like, John what the fuck? is coming for you, Joe, from Shark Tank. <laughs> he's coming for you. Like that son of a bitch, Joe Stark. Is it? Uh, you know, he's gonna first go after the Joe Stark, who's the singer somewhere. Like, yeah, what'd you say, motherfucker? Yeah, go after the guitarist. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You throw out my shirt. Shit. <laughs> Oh, oh my I, but God. I know we, we have to, we, we have toast down there of their school of their schoolwork and all that. I'm like, oh, okay, great. All right, this when this and that. Okay, well, I know it's like it's very hard, like something like that to like to trash. It's like, well, look, they drew a picture and this was ABCs and this was their when they learned cursive and this is a we have a tote of of their old like stuffed animals and little toys. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, you know. yeah, stuff like that that has sentimental value. It's really – and basically that's what it came down to is all the stuff I saved was stuff that had some sort of sentimental value. And, yes. and dude, when I told Aiden that I was going through all those totes out there, he was so excited. He was out there looking through every tote with me and then he carried a whole shitload of it into his room. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever, dude. One of the things he took was an old cassette tape just because he thought it was so cool that it was a oh, cassette yeah. tape. Dude, I've got the I still have the um uh the Walkman that the Discman, right? That, oh, that yeah. was sh- He dude, took that my was old Discman. <laughs> dude, that was the shit. I, I it was it was a Discman with a AM FM radio. Oh, that is fancy. Like that's the, that's that was good. I got the one, you know, remember the yellow one that was the waterproof the sport one? Yeah, the sport one. one. Yeah. Clasps, remember it clasps together. I've got that. Didn't those uh, ones also have like two audio jacks? So like you and a buddy could listen yes. to the same music if you had two pairs Hell of headphones. Yeah. You got, I got that. I've got, uh, I've got my old Palm Pilot. Oh my that. God. I, I found my old pilot. pager. <laughs> I got a, the micro, the Zune. Remember Microsoft Zune? No fucking the, way. Yeah. Um, I've got, uh, well, like the Palm Pilot, the Sony, the Klee, it was a Klee, C-L-I-E, that was their version of it. Um, I got all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, I could, I could open up my own, like, vintage electronics store. I mean, I've got all my old video, I've got every, I've got my Atari 800 computer still with games. I've got, oh, you know, nice. my a 2600 Atari, I've got. Nintendo, uh, I've got uh, GameCube, N64, PS1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I've got... Damn. Um, what else do I have down there? Got the whole run uh, of PlayStations. I got them all, man. I fucked up it's, and sold my... Or no, I was going to sell my PS1, and then they looked at it and they're like, oh, it has this problem. This will turn into a larger problem, so we're not going to buy it. 
And then I think in the flood that went through in 2008, it got ruined. So I don't have my original PlayStation anymore. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's, it's funny. I'll pop in a PS one game or PS two game. Like, man, man, this is rough. You know, (laughs) shit's come a long ways, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, so I had to, so I've got a PS five, right? And so I, I just got, you know, when it came out two weeks, three weeks ago, God of War Ragnarok. Right. And, um, so I'm, you know, it's an awesome game. I'm playing and it looks great, but I'm reading all these reviews like, man, if you're not playing this on a 4k TV, you're missing out and the 120, you know, Hertz and blah, blah, blah. So, so anyway, so like, so I bought a fucking, I went from a 65 inch Samsung to a 77 inch, uh, Sony OLED <laughs> 4k TV, which is on my wall. And the game is, un- Joe, it's so the TV is a little too big for the room, you know? It's yeah. just a little bit. Who like, I wanted a, a 70. Though, right? <laughs> but, yeah. But but when I play the game, I, like, I literally get a headache now. <laughs> it's so clear and crisp and big and bright and That's smooth. Amazing. And my because my, my youngest son came over. He's like, I want to try Spider-Man on this. And they put it in. He's like, that's fucking great. <laughs> I'm like, Spider-Man, you could just – you could just – like, the Spider-Man game, you could just swing – and that's all because it's just so fun, you know. That's incredible. But, so uh, I think the the only time I've seen a PS5 was when we were when I was hanging out at Jake's place before that Bill Burr show started, and he was showing uh, me and Brian some of the different PS5 games that he had. And dude, I couldn't believe how incredible it looked. Oh, there it's like it uh, there, it's unbelievable! It's unbelievable. And and this 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 OLED TV 4K. Uh, it, it, this, this is a TV that is, it's, it is maximized for PlayStation five. It's like, it's PlayStation five, you know, it's a Sony TV, but it, you know, there's PS five has all these features like variable refresh rate and ability to output 120 Hertz and all this stuff. And this, this has everything. It's like, so it's so gorgeous to TV and the football in 4k, you know, is like, Oh my God. (laughs) Well, so the so the TV that we took down was a it was a sixty five inch Samsung three D TV, right? Really great TV. So I got that TV for three hundred or was it one hundred and fifty bucks? So there was a in our neighborhood we there was a wounded warrior home that was built for a guy who had lost both his legs uh, below the knee and both of his arms on an IED. Oh, so damn. you know it's one of those where like you know. Uh, tunnels to towers that they, they build a house for him right so like the 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 cabinets are lower the doors are wider you know the the driveway had a heating grid in it you know so he never had to like shovel that kind of stuff and uh so he was so he was having uh he was having a, a like a an estate sale because he was moving up to Walter Re- up where Walter Reed is because he was he was the first person to get a double arm transplant or something like that, you know, in the last few years. So he was selling all his stuff. So my, I'm, I'm working and my wife calls me. She's like, she's like, yeah, there's this Samsung 65. She goes, there's this TV. For, it's, it's whatever, like $200. She goes, it's a Samsung. I said, get it. She goes, well, I haven't even told you what I said. Just, just get it. Just say you want it. I want it, you know? <laughs> so we went over there and you took it off the wall and, and, you know, I had to buy a wall mount for here and we've had that on the wall, you know, ever since. So, uh, but 
yeah, it's that's video games uh, and you know statues and shit like that is my is my vice, Joe. I don't drink. Okay, I listen to you. I hear you drinking all the time here. You oh, know? dude, I've gotten into whiskey over the last month. It's been oh. great. I've been drinking. Uh, well, I've been kind of choking down bourbon while we've been recording here. It's not my favorite, but I've got it here. I need to finish it. Yeah, I, I, I the only time I college was the only time I drank because it was like, let's see, do I get do I have a nickel draft or a coke for a dollar? I mean, they want you to become alcoholic in college. Oh, basically. for sure. Uh, and, but, you know, and when I, when I had a company car, um, so, so what happened was I, I, I was a young person working in this office, right? And, um, I, this before I had a company car and we had, we had hard liquor in the office, right? Like beer, hard liquor <laughs> in the cabinets, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, so I, I used to, I used to work for GM, and so for example, you know, all the reps would be in the office, and you know, they'd be, you know, we you know, allocating cars. You know, you meet a deadline, it would be at night, and then everybody would, you know, they'd start drinking and all that. So anyway, so one this is one day, our uh, and again, I'm the youngest guy in the office, and, you know, and during during the day, and he comes in and he's like, hey, kid. I need you to go in the in the kitchen area and I need you to dump all the liquor down the drain. I go, what do you mean? He's like, just fucking do it. We're having a meeting. I'm like, oh shit. So anyway, so I'm I'm dumping, Joe, I'm dumping like yeah, bourbon and oh, tequila and beer. I'm dumping all this down the drain. All these reps are coming in. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm following orders, man. I'm low man on totem pole. <laughs> so so we have this meeting. And it turns out one of the reps somewhere, I, th- I think it was New York. He had a he had a Corvette as a company car. Well, he he got drunk and I, something bad happened. Like he ran into somebody, and I don't know if they died or whatever. But what what was even worse than that is the GM didn't know that he had a suspended license. Oh so, no! So how did they so fuck from, up like that? So well, yeah. Well, you again. You know, your big company, you think you don't make mistakes. So from that point on, we had to sign a, a safe driving pledge that said everybody wears seatbelts. There's no drinking. There's no this. There's no that. And that twice a year they had to they uh, they had to you had to pre- present your license and they had to make a copy of it to, you know, because like when you do that job, if you don't have a license, you can't you don't have a job because that's your job is traveling around. Yeah. So so that was that happened. And it's like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that big a drinker. I, I, lemonade and sweet tea are my vices, Joe. So <laughs> that's my vice, though. I'm I'm picking up Chick Fil A tomorrow, uh, and I'm getting two gallons of sweet tea. So we're having a, you know, we're having a, a friends giving miss. You know, friends come over and we're having a, a platter of fucking chicken, and oh, nice. I'm like, well, I'm gonna just gonna add two things of gallons of sweet tea. You know, I'll just dump sugar <laughs> down my throat. Sure, that's no problem. I've never so. been able to do sweetened tea. It has to be unsweetened for for yeah. Me to it's enjoy it's it. Joe. It's the fucking South. I never yeah, I never drank sure. tea before, but you know when you when it's here, it's they they have challenges. How can we infuse more than a hundred percent of sugar in tea? You know <laughs> what can we do? It's it's and and like everywhere I go, I'm like, how's your sweet tea? They're like, it's really good. I'm like, all right, give it to me. Let me try it. 
Uh, and my dentist is like, you know, that's like gargling sugar water. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but it's so good. <laughs> See, so, I, I go through phases with drinking where I'll go for sometimes years at a time where I'm just like, I, I won't have a single drink. And and then just recently, though, it's been like, oh, whiskey's been really fun. I haven't gotten a single hangover. I haven't I haven't drank in, in excess to the point where it's made me sick. Um I, I tend to enjoy drinking scotch more because I drink water with it, whereas with bourbon, I can't drink water with it because of the finish on it, so I pretty much have to drink cola with it, and so I feel guilty drinking this because I'm drinking fucking sugary soda with it that I usually never drink. But Yeah, I was listening when you were talking to Josh about uh, all of that kind of stuff, so <laughs> with the drinking and all that, that was funny. Very funny. So <laughs> yeah, well, I blame I blame his podcast because that was the one that like pushed me towards buying my first bottle of scotch. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, hey it's better than so... strawberries, dude. I'll yeah, say oh, that. I know. Remember that? Remember that thing I said that made of you straw? I I have that picture still of the strawberries. <laughs> I put you with all the strawberries when you were going through those, like like water. <laughs> so what I wanted to ask you. So what about what do you think about going getting into the the DC stuff about with James Gunn and everything, really the stuff. Did you see the stuff that happened in the last 24 hours or so with Wonder Oh, Woman oh my gosh. There's been so much. Yeah. And with, I couldn't believe the stuff with Gal, with uh, not Gal Gadot, but with, um, I'm blanking on her name. Patty now. Jenkins. Patty, Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. Like apparently she sent a fucking it. note to the executive yes. with a link to like a Webster's a uh, dictionary definition a wikipedia of for character art yeah, yeah and it's like what the fuck and yeah but, but she, also it's she, like did, is she in, in her mind did she think wonder woman 84 was good yeah it yeah, was not it, no 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 <laughs> it was it not, was not. It, it uh it, it was a it was a bad premise to, uh to begin with oh uh, yeah no 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 the, the the set in the 80s fine okay that's cool but the premise was weird creepy and and then and then the max lord stuff with the wishes and it was terrible it was, it, it, it was they should have just went with cheetah is the villain and left all the like as much as i love pedro pascal they should just left his character out of that entirely yeah but also you know and i know it's different when you're doing stuff in live action but the you got to make cheetah look better than that Okay, I mean, (laughs) there's Joe, there's a reason the sideshow cheetah statue you can get for $70 because no one's buying it. Okay, (laughs) so it's I think it was so, you know, and it's uh, the whole tropey. Oh, she's you know, she's got glasses and, you know, she's, you know, uh, nerdy and nobody likes her kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, you take off the glasses and she's gorgeous. Yeah. That it's, Hollywood trope has sing- always been hilarious. It's, it's so, it's so bad. Um, <laughs> she's and got the whole, glasses. They, they, she's so ugly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I mean, not another I team movie was my favorite. Of I love when my glasses. You know, it's like, um, but, but the, you know, the, so that movie, you know, they get, they get the, they get this jet that is from the Smithsonian that's fueled and ready to go. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. And, and then the, the, that like that jet can't make it overseas. You know, it's I, so anyway. But when they when when I when they canceled it or whatever they just did. But when I saw that it was co-written by her and Jeff Johns, I was like, oh, 
Yeah, that would not have been good because Jeff Johns is great with comics and he's pretty good with TV, but his movie track record, Terrible. he's not a movie person. And uh, they, you know, they need to, they need to get this ship right. And did, I don't know if you saw, I was going back and forth with Brian on PCL uh, where Gunn posted a picture of Kingdom Come Superman and oh, yeah. a scene. I was like, don't fucking toy with me. Don't do it, James Gunn. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. Because I've been waiting for that, whether in a like a two-part DC animated in the Alex Ross style or something. Because, like, you didn't watch Smallville, I heard. No. But, but like, Tom Welling right now, with being being in his mid-40s with the gray on the side. Oh, he'd be perfect like for that King, role. He looks like Kingdom Come Superman. I mean, and he – and it's – Oh, I love that you comic. Should... It's fucking beautiful. God, it's just I, I have the right on my shelf above me here. I have the Kingdom Come Captain Marvel statue, the bronze version. Um, Isn't so that the bit where I, he's like working on his farm on his tractor and he's just carrying it on his shoulder, dude. Yeah, so <laughs> it's so cool, dude. And Batman's so, in like he, a full body he, exoskeleton suit because his he, body's been so broken over he, the years. Yeah, no, the super super. He's got this giant beam that he's carrying over him over his shoulder. So it was funny, like a. Earlier, earlier this, uh, it was in late spring. I was, I had to do a, one of my equipment deliveries, right. And, uh, I had to be there on a Saturday and one of the, one of the boxes is, looks like a giant beam, but it's light. And I took a pic, <laughs> I took a picture of me just like kingdom come Superman. Like, I'm like, yeah, look at this. And, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, they, um, I, they need to, I, I, I'm glad they have someone in place that that knows – I mean he's successful, OK? So I don't know who else you think you're going to get. I mean everyone else who they thought about it, they – after like two minutes, they're like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to – I don't want to do that. I don't want to try and be the Kevin Feige of DC. But they – what they need to do is exactly what they said earlier is focus on – your trinity, your core characters, and then branch out from there. Um, there's, there's no, there's no way that we should have three Ant Man movies before we have Man of Steel two. That's no, just, it's, I, I, it's, it's I'm, just fucking what, WB squandering what they have. I mean, I think we, we have to be living on Earth, whatever, <laughs> Earth thirteen I know. or something. For the, you know? the fact that none of these, there are hardly any of these DC movies have made a giant impact on like the larger you know, pop culture zeitgeist. There's always been a core group of fans. You know, there's like the, the Snyder versed uh, psychos out there and, and all that. I mean, th there's always going to be a niche audience, but th for the fact that Marvel was able to take Iron Man and turn him from a B level character into like a global name. And it's like, how does WB continue to fuck up Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman? It is fucking mind blowing. Well, they want to remember they, you, when you listen to Kevin Smith, you know, they wanted Superman uh, with a spider and not <laughs> to fly. I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, they just like, constantly have producers in positions of power that just have terrible ideas, apparently. Yeah. It, 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 so, so you need so you need someone who who who's used to the superhero genre, who, who really understands the character. And you you again, you you have to be able to come up with a, a, a good 
story with a good villain and make make it fun and make it funny. You know, I, as much as I love Man of Steel, um, you know, I, I love the Christopher Reeve Superman. I mean, you know, who are you? A friend as he smiles. I mean, like, I, like come on. That's, oh, there's very like, little joy in Man of Steel, and that's really what was missing from that movie, yeah. in my opinion. I, I do, like, but but I do like I do like it from uh, okay. If this happened today, that's probably what would be the reaction. Yeah, I mean, I, I still I, love Man of Steel, but I'm oh, I yeah. can also like as a a, a long time DC Comics fan, I can point out what the flaws in it are and how it could have been better. But well, and also, I'm a huge fan of Henry Cavill too. So I mean, that doesn't oh, yeah. hurt. But so and and I've said this many times before, and you've probably heard me say it. Like I I, I love Zack Snyder's visuals a little bit too much slow mo. Okay, I understand that. Yeah. But but you know he he has a way of making it look like a graphic novel. But what he does, like especially with Superman, what he did in Man of Steel, and I always bring up the example of do you remember the scene where they're they're voicing over? I don't know if it's Neil deGrasse Tyson and all that, and you know is should there be a Superman or blah blah blah? Maybe it was bad. I can't remember. But where the lady is on top of the roof and she writes a Superman symbol because it's flooding, right? Yeah, Batman v Superman. Okay, Batman v Superman, and she looks up, right? And he's floating, you know, and you can't see his face really. He's floating above her like a god. Like uh-huh. that's a that's a beautiful that's a beautiful image, okay? And that's where the scene ends. But if I'm writing that scene, I take the scene where he comes down, gets down on one knee, and grabs her hand and says, "Everything's going to be okay." That's yeah. that's Superman. That's like, Superman that's what right you have there. To do that's what you have to do. And I don't understand. Why they they can't figure it out? Superman, he's the most powerful being in the universe, but his his he can't be everywhere for everyone. So every day, and they and they have brought this up in the TV versions of Superman. They brought it up a little bit in Superman Returns. Is every day he has to make a decision: Do I save this person or do I save this person? That's the so that's what he has to live with every day. Okay, and. it's just, I don't know, man. And Cavill has, I know he wants to do the Reeve type Superman. And I I just, you know, I'm hope they give it to him. I hope they, I hope they, they should get it going get, get a script going, get, you know, something. Um, but it, you know, it's right now they're right now gun and the other guy, Saffron or whatever his name is. They're, they're going, they're going, they're going through and saying, all right, what? Okay. You know, what, what do we cut? What do we modify? And then what do we, you know, what do we, you know, start to implement going forward? And, uh, oh, and they're talking about, there might not be any more Aquaman either. And it's like, wow, that's, that's pretty wild. I even heard that, that they're not going to do any more Aquaman, but Jason Momoa is going to pivot over to doing Lobo, which would be incredible, but that's also kind of wild, right? Yeah, it's they did have Lobo in the Krypton TV series, which was pretty good. Oh, did uh, they? That's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. Cri- <laughs> the yeah main Krypton man. series, Krypton series was interesting. Uh, it actually, it it actually had it was the, following Jor El or like Jor El's dad, right? Uh, it was because uh, I never watched it. I'm just, I'm just kind of barely remembering. The grand, it was, was it the was it the grandson? I can't. Yeah, something like that. But uh, I mean, they did they did the best origin for Doomsday, uh, and, and um, where where basically this person 
every day, every minute of every day, they were they were trying to make him into this like soldier, like invincible soldier, you know, uh, um, emotionless soldier. And they were literally, I forget, they were doing some type of torture every minute of every day. So that's why he has all this rage, you know. Uh, and so they did a, they did a pretty good job with him. They had Lobo. Lobo was funny on there. I didn't the 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 first images of the dude who was playing Lobo. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be cringe, but it's actually pretty good. Um, but uh, you know, as I think that was on Sci Fi Channel and Sci Fi. If you get if you get a second season, which they did, you count yourself lucky because they cancel everything. So. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. It's dude, but it's been it's so just, long since we had cable. I don't even remember the last time I watched Sci Fi. Uh, yeah, I, I got YouTube TV, so oh, I've yeah, got sci-fi. We've got that too, so I suppose I could yeah, but watch but I don't know what I don't know what's on Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, it's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you don't even they don't even spell it right, so it's like <laughs> you know, it's like people in Crunch Bars K Crunch. I like to spell it right. Um, <laughs> But so we went out. You know, so the one thing, one thing that popped into my head, Joe, when I was, remember I said like we were on Earth thirteen, uh-huh. uh, and this popped into my thing when we were at. Are we that insecure as a people that there's not a thirteenth floor button on an elevator? Like, who the fu- who thought of that? <laughs> like, who thought of that? Like, we we can't put that button on there because even though there is a thirteenth floor, if we put it on there with a button, then we might as well be walking under a ladder every day. Oh, I, mean, I know it's, like, it's hilarious. I can't remember which one of Tom Segura's specials on Netflix. He's got a bit about that, about how he he doesn't like he finds it hard to accept that in modern day, like high rise buildings don't have a 13th floor. He's like, why? And he's like, because if we had one, there'd be ghosts and goblins and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But you know that if you owned a hotel, that would be. Anytime you booked a guest on a floor and they were standing there in front of the desk, all right, you're on floor 13. I got you in, in room 13, 17. Here's your key. There's going to be a high percentage of people that be like, uh-uh, I'm not staying on floor 13. Well, well, and it's Joe, like, dude. 30 minutes south of me, and I travel this way every, every you know, for my job and all that. They have, it's it's uh, like a county road 666. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? The mark of the beast. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, okay. Like, where you go? Yeah, Route Six Six Six. Get your kicks on Route Six Six Six. We got devil worshiping. We got Satanism. You know, uh, that's where you find Mephisto, right? He'll be on. Route yeah, 6. right. <laughs> well, he's gonna show up somewhere. So, <laughs> dude, when I was in college and I and I had jobs jockeying cash registers. I remember there was a time where somebody's total came up to $6 and 66 cents and they were like, hold on, I need to go buy a pack of gum or something. I'm just not right with this. And I'm like, dude, the mark of the beast didn't have a decimal point in the middle of it. I think you're fine. <laughs> I think Damien had some random freckle in the middle of his 666 on his forehead. Oh like, my God. Superstitious fucking weirdo. Um <sighs> For the longest time, I didn't believe in superstition at all. And I had like randomly found a four leaf clover. And so I took it and I like, you know, flattened it out and dried it out in a book. And then I, I kind of like laminated it between two pieces of packing tape and I just kept it in my wallet forever. And then randomly I was listening, I was doing like, I used to do professional window tinting. And so I was doing this job at uh, some Honda dealership 
and I was listening to um, one of the salesmen talk about something, and he was talking about how he feels like he has bad luck. And so as a joke, I turned around, I pulled out my wallet, I pulled out the four-leaf clover and handed it to him. I said, here you go. Maybe this will turn your luck around. And I shit you not, for about a month afterwards, I had a string of what could only be described as bad luck. <laughs> and so I was like, do I need to go find another fucking four-leaf clover? Did I fuck myself? Like, I just oh, kept okay. it because I thought it was cool. I don't believe in fucking luck and shit like that. I, I tend to have a more science-oriented mind on stuff like that. Yeah. But, dude, it shook me for a little while. I was like, that, the, no. The, <laughs> it had to have been because I got rid of my four-leaf clover. And that was a special yeah. day because I found like, I think I found like 13 of them or something like that. And I just kept the best one. No, we all need luck, man. We all have, I mean, you can think about stuff. Like I, I thought about things that have missed my eye, like it would have been really bad. Or oh, yeah. I've, had, I've had people like we, there was a, a few years ago that uh, we had, this guy had a, not one of our racks and we had, we kept condemning it to me. Like you need to replace this is dangerous, right? Oh, okay. Well, one day a guy uh, pulls a truck up on it, lifts it up in the air, you know, walks over to his toolbox, and then two seconds later, the front of the lift collapses, and the oh. truck comes off it. Like, so that guy was seconds away from either being killed or being paralyzed, you know? Oh, yeah. So, and, and there's, and I'm in automotive field, and there's so many things that have happened that have been near misses. Like, that's just... That's so lucky that didn't happen. So I'm a big believer in luck. I mean, um, you know, I'm I'm not one of those. I mean, I, I we I used to have a black cat. She was the best. <laughs> she was the best. I loved her. She was awesome. Do so. you think the idea of bad luck from black cats comes from a time when houses weren't very well lit, and so cats doing their thing, they just had a tendency to trip people in the dark? Could be. I I mean I think I that's that's my own little narrative I've made up in my head. My my cat so uh, her her name was Shadow. So so we had an outdoor well so we had two cats and both of them my wife uh when she when she was uh, working at the school system both of them one of them dropped out of a wheel well in the winter time on a bus that pulled up. Aww. And she spent yeah, since she spent all day with the cat in a box trying to give the cat away, and nobody took it, so that cat became ours. <laughs> so, and then another one, another one at school. So and so and both of them. I mean, Shadow, she was an indoor cat, and she lived she lived till she was sixteen. And then uh, Sunny, she we had Shadow and Sunny. Shadow was a black cat. Sunny was a uh, was like the yellow cat, right? So and Sunny became an outdoor cat because she kept peeing inside. Oh, and. Yeah. So we, you know, so like I, my house here, we have a screened in porch with a dog door. Uh, so like in wintertime, she had a house. I had she had an electric blanket. I had her house insulated. I had a heating disc. I mean, she was nice. and she loved being outside. She loved and she lived she, again. She lived till she was 15. Um, and it's funny that that since she's passed away, my my wife is like, oh, I saw a mouse on the deck. I'm like, well, because we fucking live in the woods. We live in, <laughs> in three acres. I go, there's shit everywhere. You just don't. The, she took care of business. Yeah, you know? no kidding. My wife's a snake freak. Oh, like, no. Like, I mean, and, and Joe, I'm telling you, everything that's ever happened with a snake at this house has happened to her. It's <laughs> that's never happened excellent to me. luck for her. <laughs> I mean, so... 
Um, we have garter snakes in our yard, like big time, but it's like they don't have teeth, so that's like one of those snakes no, that I'm just not afraid of at all. Yeah, we've got we have copperheads out here and black snakes. So the black snakes are good. The black snakes are are non poisonous and they they keep the 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 field mice and that kind of thing in check. Actually, we do have one and he still lives on our property, isn't it? We she named him Blake, Blake the black snake. <laughs> and he's he's I have him on video and all, but and the last time I saw him, so I have in the in in my backyard, we I have a storage shed with a concrete floor and that's where I do my 3D printing out there now. Uh, oh, nice. And it has, you know, it has like, you know, it has like an open rafters thing and I can put shit up there, you know, more junk, Joe. Yeah, exactly. So I was up there uh, just like peeking my head through, you know, with a ladder and I flipped something up and I am two foot away from this giant black snake. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> just kind of looking at each other. I'm going down these steps and I'm going out and the, the things, the things slithered down. It was gigantic. It slithered down and I have no idea how it got from inside to outside, you know, because they can like squeeze their body. To, yeah. But, you know, he's, you know, he's a good snake. So, but she's, she just doesn't like, it. I mean, she, uh, she was, she was just so funny and uh, she was tutoring, uh, uh, elementary student at their house, right? And uh, she needed to make copies, and the, and the mother said, "Oh, you can just go in the den there and make copies, right?" So she goes in the den, and they had the place. They had a dog, and uh, so the dog toys everywhere. Well, there was, you know, looked like a toy snake on the ground, right? And she as she goes walking in there, and all of a sudden it moved, and. <laughs> When I tell you, you know how, do you know the? Do you know how like when Wiley e. Coyote runs through a door and it's like their image is yes. cut out of the door? That was literally my wife. She went out of that house so fast. She told me the story, and I'm like, how do? You, how does a snake find you inside a house? You know, I yeah. mean, she's had birds in the house. Uh, on her watch. I mean, all kind of stuff. So <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it's so, but it's so, it's just, it's funny. It, it, it's, you know, I, I'm not a snake. I don't like snakes either, but I'm not like, I, if I see a, 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 uh, a copperhead, which those are those extremely are venomous, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take care. I don't care. I'll find it and take care of it. I'll get the end of a shovel or something. Yep. Uh, but that's, that's why she won't like, she parks her car in the garage. She, she won't leave when she had a car. Well, she has a convertible now, but she won't leave the top down because she, she thinks the snake will come down from the rafters and wait under her seat until she's driving and then bite her. So I'm like, okay, fine. I, I get it. I'm like, could happen. Could happen. I mean, my wife has a fear of mice like that. She's just afraid they're going to run up her leg. And I'm like, trust me, I've stumbled upon mice multiple times. Never once have they went towards me. They always yes. run in the opposite direction. Um, a, a while back, um, uh, our so we have a, a white, long-haired cat named Jack in a like kind of a, a gray tuxedo kind of coat type cat named Thor. That's that's funny that we we have a Westie. He's white, and his name is Jack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jack's got a bit of Maine Coon in him, so he's he's got like the full oh, Maine cool. and like the cool the the little 
fluff that comes out of his ears and stuff, but he's got tiny little paws. He doesn't have like the big giant paws like Maine Coons have. And he's got like a slightly larger frame than yeah. Thor, but Thor is like way more of an athletic cat and like he eats a lot more. So Thor, even though he's smaller frame than Jack, the last time we weighed him, he outweighed him by two pounds. Yeah. And uh, Thor, for whatever reason, he went through this phase where he spent about three months shitting anywhere but the litter box. I remember you saying that. Oh, That's God. Bad. He That's sunk bad. a small fortune into the local vet's office and it went nowhere. Uh. And then in the middle of all that, he just stopped. He just started using the litter box again. It's like, oh, good for you, buddy. And then three months later, right when we were about to go on vacation to spend a week hiking in o- southern Ohio, he starts shitting on the floor in the house again. And so I'm like, oh, my God, this is not going to do. And so I went and. Got the garage. I basically turned my garage, you know, and this is after I'd cleaned it all out so I could actually park in it again. I spent about two months parking in my garage before then it was, all right, now I don't get to park in my garage anymore because now it's a place for the cats. And so we ended up moving both the cats out there. And at least once a month, we go out and find a new dead mouse on the floor. So Thor is definitely still getting in his exercise out there. And now that it's turned colder, I've built... um little hot houses for him. So I, I went and bought like a storage tote and then yeah. flipped it upside yep. down, cut a hole yep. in it, put a heat yep. lamp with like a, you know, like a ceramic bulb in it. And so there's yep. just two different hot houses. And then I got another one that hangs over their water bowls. So it doesn't get, um, you know, so yeah. they don't freeze and yeah. do the cats love it out there. I put up all these walkways up in the rafters so they can walk around up there and different ways for them to climb up into the rafters. And yeah, when, when I figured out the square footage, I'm like, wow, they actually have more room to run. Definitely more places to hide and everything out there than they ever had in the house. And yeah, so you did. So you, so you did with the, your cats, what, what, because they were shitting and that I did with Sonny because she was pissing. <laughs> yes, exactly. That, that was the whole thing. Cause we had, we were living in Pennsylvania, and and then I was coming. We were moving back here, but but we had she had bought this giant rug for the foyer, right? And she pissed on this rug. And cat piss is like you're not. I don't care what you do. That smell doesn't go away. It is. It so doesn't go potent. away. So we had to can this rug, right? And then we moved, and uh, uh, and then we were at a rental house for a while, and she was not good there. Uh, and then we and then we finally bought a house, and that. And she pissed in the house, and I told Gina, I told her, I said, "Hey, I, I can't. This we can't have this." I said, it, "We either they're gonna have to find a different home for her, or she's gonna have to live outside if if this happens anymore." She's like, "Oh, she won't. She won't pee in the house anymore. Oh, I'll, I'll put another litter box and this and all that." Well, like two days later, I came home from work, and the cat was out living outside. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, it's," and <laughs> so we moved out. But and she loved. I'm telling you. That was her calling. She loved exploring. You know, we have a pool. She would lay by us, you know, when we were by the pool. Aww. She'd go find stuff. She'd hunt and she'd she would roll. I mean, she was just, she was so happy. Actually, when it was like a even though she lived on the you know the screened in porch in, in her, her house, like if it was like scary stuff out like like thunder and all that, we would bring her inside. She want to go back outside. She was yeah. just so – that's her environment. She yeah. was so – She's like, to. no, I feel and trapped she, in this human house. I don't like and, it. And she would just hunker down in her in her house and um, so – but yeah, so we had those and then what you talk about, your Jack, our Jack. So we had we had two dogs at the time 
And she was like, oh, I want a third dog. I'm like, we don't need a third dog. She's like, oh, <laughs> whatever. So anyway, so one day she she pulls up this listing. It's at a rescue down, you know, down south, uh, south of us, like an hour and a half. It was, uh, uh, what the fuck was his name? They listed him. Sterling, right? It was, his name was Sterling. It was a, he was a baby Westie, right? And had a picture of him with one ear flopped and one was straight up and, and it said it said it had all this information, all that, but it had big bold Joe no longer taking applications, right? She was like, "Oh, he's so cute," and blah blah blah. So me knowing they're no longer taking applications, I'm like, "Oh, I'm so. Why don't you send that? Why don't you put an application in?" I'm like, "You never know." I'm like, "They're not gonna," you know what I mean? Uh huh. Then like four days later, we get a fucking phone call from the rescue, and they're like. We were so moved by your three-page letter. Like, what? Three-page letter. I love it. Like, in pictures. We, we think that would be a perfect a perfect home for Sterling. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> and so that's Wife how we the work up. in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was trying to be like Mr. Magnanimous. Like, yeah, sure, go ahead. No, and like, that's such an empty like thing, you know and so and he is he is glued to her like he growls he i'm so, oh god man like after we get done here and i'll go up to she's already in bed i'll go in there and he'll growl as i move or if i turn over he'll growl i'm like motherfucker that's so funny like, oh god <laughs> but that's that's westies that westies have a, this attitude and uh she, they just you know cling to her he we have two of we have two we only have two animals now two dogs, um, and they both, you know, they they love her. I mean they love me too, but if she's not around, they come to me. Otherwise, they're they're by her. So oh, no, I that's guess. that's how it always went. With, that's how it went with the two cats when they were in the house. It was like they seemingly preferred Lindsay. I'd always say I was like, I don't know if they're like just attracted to your feminine energy. Or what it is, but it's like she gives them the least amount of attention out of all of us, but they prefer her the most. So it's yeah, it's it's funny. It's, it's 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 so so our oldest dog who's thirteen. So this is he's 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 got a little bit of anxiety issues. So but what's weird is so for example, my wife usually gets up first. So she's up, both dogs sitting with her. Right, I get up as soon as I sit on the couch. The oldest dog goes in my office under my desk. Right. Mm-hmm. he leaves like there's too many people in the room i don't know <laughs> if she gets up as soon as she gets up to go upstairs he comes out of the office and comes to sit with me like there must that like is it like highlander there could only be three you know this is for the dog <laughs> there could only be three in the room i don't know but that's the way he is but uh otherwise they're really they're they're really good they're good dogs uh and uh i miss having a dog yeah, they're, you know, dogs are fun. You know, just dogs are just so much fun. They're, you know, it's a, it's an animal that is always happy to see you. Yes. You know, it's just, it's, you could be gone five minutes and you come back and they're happy to see you. I think they said that, that maybe dogs don't know uh, about passage of time as far as like, if you're gone 10 minutes it, to them, it could still seem like hours. I don't know, but it's that's how they treat it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's how they react yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it's fun, but it's, you know, we, 
when we go, like we go to Georgia, we have a lady uh, who watches them at her house and they can jump on the furniture and they can sleep in the bed with them. That's, that's the only way we would leave them with anybody. Like they don't, but we had this one time she couldn't watch them. And my wife booked it for this place that was, uh, uh, Oh, it was bed. No, 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 Joe. It was a bed and biscuit. It was called (laughs) And like, Oh, and they get their own suite. I'm like, Holy shit. How much is this going to cost? And I go there. It's a fucking glorified cage with, they both sit in and, and, I was like, holy shit. I'm like, he's going to have freaking more anxiety. And uh, that was the one and only time we stayed in there, that we let them stay there. So it's, uh, you know, just dogs barking all the time. It was literally a kennel. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's not. And that's the one thing with cats versus dogs. Cats are so self-sufficient. Like when when we go on vacation for like a week, we can have my mother-in-law come over just like twice while we're gone and, you know, refill the cat's food, scoop the litter box, and then they're good to go. And then I've also got all these Wi-Fi cameras, so like at any time I can pull it up and see what they're up to. Yeah, the cats are like, finally these fucks are gone. This is our <laughs> our empire. Cat. Yeah, because I would just say, like when they were still in the house, I would just like, I had a, a one of the Wi-Fi cameras and I just had it screwed to like a piece of two by six uh-huh. so that I could just set it on top of the kitchen chair and just point it right down at their food bowls. And so then, like, we could just message my my mother-in-law and be like, hey, the cats need food. Go over there today, please. Yeah. And it worked out great. That's uh, awesome. And, yeah. And then they had to start shitting in the house. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I think, Joe, I think eventually we're going to be shitting in the house. So it Probably. all comes around, right? It all does come around. <laughs> <laughs> it's I think that's a Seinfeld bit. It's like your first birthday and your last birthday are very much the same. People are feeding you, uh, <laughs> having to take you, make sure you totally go to the bathroom. True. They're talking to you like you're one years old, you know, they're one or two years old. So that's, you know, Ugh, God, time's a motherfucker in that way. Oh my gosh. You tell, yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude. Well, <laughs> I've got this huge box here that you yes, shipped me. Open. Yes, open. So, yeah, let's let's see. It. It's heavy, too. So the first thing I thought was, what the hell did he send me that is this big of a box and this heavy? I got it packed, man. I got, you know, I was, yeah. Don't trust, you know, any shipping company. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's heavily, it's heavily wrapped. So. And there's an order. I think I put what to open first or whatever. Oh, nice. And the I think the first I had, did I have a did I list of what to open I can't remember. I don't know. I, I got the paper off of it. Uh, I may have wrote. Did I write on the? It says pool papers on the outside of it. Oh no, that well no open. <laughs> I'm t- get in the box. Yeah, that was. Okay, yeah, this one says open me first. Yeah, I think that that one's more for your for your boys. I think so. I think they'll, they'll have. Oh, nice. <laughs> PS4 that, games. Yeah. Oh, shit. They, 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 you, got, you, got a, you said you had a PS4, right? Don't have a PS4, but it's something they've been wanting oh, for a long time. So don't worry. Are you worry. fucking they, kidding me? These will get used. Because they'll get are one before too long. Are you fucking kidding me, Joe? I thought, I thought for sure you told me you had one. Uh, they got a, the, that, you, that you mentioned it. Oh, fuck. Sorry. No, it's okay. The, the newest PlayStation, they got to PlayStation 3, but they've been talking uh, about wanting a PS4 forever, so 
<sighs> They'll get one. Yeah, those were those were my games that were you know. So they're kind of. I figure. <laughs> I not like an idiot because you don't have a PS4. Like here you go. Oh, you don't, go. don't even worry about it. They'll they'll get one eventually. Oh. They they're so into like. They they're really into the vintage game systems, and I yeah, think they I know, really dig awesome. it because then they can, you know, it costs like what sixty seventy bucks for a regular new game for yeah. like a, a cutting yeah. edge system. They can yeah. take that sixty bucks and go buy four or five games for yeah. their other systems, and so they get really excited to go to like a video games etc. Yeah. type store, you know. Yeah. Now you print uh, out here a special gift from Joe Prime, <laughs> and it, oh, it looks like my head on Santa's. <laughs> yes. So you're like sl- slapping your ass or something or dancing or something, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So okay, and then the, 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 I think the big open the big one second. Okay. Yeah. It says open one. second here. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay. I did kind of remember. I'm not that old. <laughs> Do you need like did this up? They're like all wrapped up and everything. I wrap the gifts in my family, Joe. It was so nice of you to send this. I wrap have all to do the gifts. That. I wrap all the gifts. Dude, it's every year for Christmas, I box up my wife's stuff, and I write, to Lindsay from Joe, tape the box shut, and then she wraps it up. <laughs> like, I'm capable of doing it, but she loves wrapping Christmas stuff, and I'm like, well, yeah. I don't want to take this away from you. Well, we got bubble wrap. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Joe Vitale, what? <sighs> I can't fucking believe this. I was messing with you. You were you fucking putting one. on a little... Okay, I'm holding a PS4 in my hands. I can't fucking believe this. <laughs> that was mine. That was my PS4. Dude, this so, is this is, it's not- this is so extravagant of a gift. Now, listen, l- let me tell you something, Joe. So... You know, remember I said every, this is a disaster in here, my office, uh-huh. right? So I was like, where the fuck is my PS4? Like, where the fuck? Like, I couldn't even find it, you know? And I'm like, did I give it away? Did I put it away or something? It, it took me like four hours and I found it. And I was like, you know what? It's doing me no good here. And I know you've talked about it. And I did, I'm like, you know, should I send it to Joe? Like, I know he wanted to get it for his kid. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to send it to him. You can do whatever you want with it, you know? So, Dude, you know. thank you so, so much. Like, yeah. not only am I excited about this, like, I'll, I'll video the reaction when I walk out of here so that you, and I'll send it to you so you can see okay. it. They're going to so. flip the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, it. make sure you get Spider-Man, get the Spider-Man game. Yes. That's and then uh, and then the other that other thing is just is the controller and the, the power cable or whatever. Dude, so. thank you so much. Like, that, what an incredible gift! You are fucking awesome. Oh man, it's like I said, it's not doing me any good. And and you know, I know you've talked about it, and and you know, you you know, I get so much enjoyment listening to you, whether it's on PCL, whether it's this. You know, we'll eventually meet each other I'm, again. The bet, you know, I've got. That some of the best people I've never met, you know, that uh, in my wife is like, she's like, I can't believe you made like these kind of friends, you know, like, you know, David's <laughs> been to crazy, my house, isn't it? you know, you know, we, you know, uh, my whole family met Adam down at Disney, took pictures with him by the Falcon. I mean, it's just so cool. And as, as I've said before, you know, thank Brian and Jake for PCL, because this is what started all this. I mean, yes. it's, 
unbelievable the you know the community that's been built based off of 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 the podcast it's like it's you've you're podcasting because of it i am all these people have met each other look you had uh lenny and those guys just went over to to england uh saw nana pratt and nana pratt's been here and you've met nana and you know it's it's just it's 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 really nice that that we have this you know you know like i want to eventually uh to my wife i want to she wants to go see shows on broadway i'm like well shit duncan lives there rebecca like all these people can help us out it's so anyway that's it's it was doing that was doing no good sitting since i have a ps5 so that was doing no good so i figure you know you've talked about it a lot and uh you know that you know buy some games for them and play spider-man and just have fun dude that it's so incredible thank you so much you're welcome it's so incredibly generous and like you have no idea like you you just made my kids christmas oh no (laughs) it's probably gonna out i didn't i didn't know i'm like oh is he gonna (laughs) like i like maybe he got him a ps4 maybe this is no like i'm just just send it to him like you do whatever you want with it it's it's like i said it's i um, loved how you played that off when i opened those games first it was brilliant you like that you like that (laughs) it was it was brilliant I was on this side generally feeling bad I didn't have a PS4 yet. <laughs> oh man. Holy shit, Joe. Yeah. That is that's so incredible. Thank you yeah, so much. It's, yeah, it's it's uh I totally I it's it's start from scratch. So when you load it up, you'll you'll set it up from scratch and they, they you can set up an account, they can set up an account, you know, different logins, you know, so you can, they can have different themes, you know, like mine was Tron, like Tron oh, Legacy nice. or whatever. So you you can download different type of stuff um, for different themes. Some are free and all that. Most of them are free. The good, you shouldn't have to pay for anything. But uh, but anyway, it's uh, you know just have fun with it and and uh, you know I think I I figured you'd get a kick out of it. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> Gee, I, I had to pick my jaw up off the floor. I was like unwrapping that big thing. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> And then I like look at it and see the like PS4. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. So that's yeah, that's incredible, dude. Thank you so much. You rock. You're welcome. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh wow, um, dude. I always have the best time having you on here too. You're always so great to talk to. I was super excited that I got to record that episode of PCL that you were on. Also, that was great. Yeah, brought you. Brian sent me a message today. He's like, "Hey, we're we're doing a special DC edition tomorrow. If you can be on." And I and I response was, "Fuck, we've got friends giving miss at my house." I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I'd rather talk DC comics than DCU. But because um, I'm always, you know, oh God, it's. I mean, I'm glad I was on the Black Adam thing, but I mean, he's asked me three times before, and it's always been something, something we're going to Georgia or something with family or you know, whatever. So it's, uh, uh, so I, I was glad to be able to, to be on black Adam. So that was nice. And hope, hopefully to be on a regular episode at some point soon. The, like I said, the only thing I won't watch if he gives an assignment is, is something like horror. Cause I'm still a pussy with that stuff. So. <laughs> Dude, I've been slowly expanding my horizons on it and it's, I, it's still hit or miss with me. There's some stuff where I'm like, Oh, this was really good. And other stuff where I'm just like, I know I'm going to wake up at three in the morning thinking about this and I'm really going to regret it. Listen, Joe, Joe, we got home from dinner tonight. Okay. And I went upstairs cause I knew I had to record with you. I went upstairs and the light was on in 
my youngest son's bedroom that he doesn't live in anymore. I'm like, I don't remember that being on. So, and so I was leaving the room, but I went back in and I had to look behind the shower curtain. I just, that's the way I do, you know, <laughs> I don't care. I swear to God, that's what I did. But cause you know, when I was a kid, the original Friday the 13th, the original Halloween, uh, Phantasm, those movies just, those ruined me. Um, oh yeah. I, just, I saw I, those all at way too young of an age. Oh where yeah. It fucked I, me up. Yeah, and this is before CGI blood and any of this kind of stuff. It's just, yeah, I'm like, nah, I just, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's funny that like, like now, like just me and my wife in the house, right? But like, if she goes away for a weekend or something, it's like totally different in the house. It's like, it's just weird, you know? Yeah, no, I've, I've had that happen a couple times where I'm so used to having everybody here. Um, what is it? Once over the summer. Lindsay and the boys, they went out camping um, with uh, with uh, Lindsay's like really, really good friends with with her her brother's uh, wife, uh, her sister in law. Yeah. And they've got four boys. And so whenever they all get together, it's, you know, six boys all under 15. <laughs> like It's it's Jesus. pretty fucking rowdy. And so uh, Lindsay and Calissa were all about wanting to go camping over the summer. And so they went camping at all sorts of different places. And one of them. It was like a weeknight or something like that. And so I was like, I got to work the next morning. I don't want to get up after sleeping in a tent where I'm sure I got a, you know, dog shit night's worth of sleep. And I'm going to drive an hour to go home and then work for my home office. No, thank you. I'll just sleep home. And I'm going to really hope you guys don't get fucking axe murdered in a fucking campground all by yourselves. <laughs> but like that night, it was weird, dude. Like I wasn't quite full on like sleep with the machete next to me, but it was definitely unnerving to be all alone in the house. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like it's the old it, Louis Anderson did a bit about that where he's same thing. He was like, you know, when when you got a when you got, you know, friends and people over and something's outside, you're like, all right, who the fuck is out there? Right. You know, but when everybody's gone, it's like, ooh, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's. Uh, and, and that's what that was that was one of the bits in the Seinfeld uh thing that I saw. Uh he was like, you know, my wife you know, my wife will be laying in bed and she's like, Oh, I hear a noise. I think there's someone outside. It's like, yeah, there is someone outside. That's where they should be outside. We're inside, they're outside. We should stay inside. <laughs> she's like, No, go check outside. Why should I go outside when somebody who should be outside and we should be inside? You know, one of those <laughs> Which is true. Like Yeah, that, totally. We are inside. That's where we should be. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burr's got a bit about that, too. Where he's talking about you hear a bump in the night. The guy's the one who has to go check it out. And he's like, yes, he does have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit, dude. So so what's uh, what's happening with Vintage Geeks lately? Uh, I mean, we just got to get out. We, we try and do it once a month. Uh, you know, Dunk was just on a cruise, so you know he just got back. We'll probably do it. We'll probably do an episode, our Christmas episode next week. I said I've got, I've got to, got to get David and get get their gifts going. Uh, but uh, you know, it's we'll we'll be talking about this DC stuff this next go around. Um, and we'll I'll probably be talking about. I'm like I'm watching Wednesday on Netflix. I'm working my way through that. Really love that show. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, we loved it. Um, and, 
what? Uh, I just finished the peripheral on Amazon Prime. Oh, I think I've got one or two episodes to go on that yet. I've been oh, really dude. digging it. Dude, it was waiting to get to the end. It's just it's a I say it's a mind fuck. It's Excellent. just it's really I love unique stories that we haven't heard before. Yep, and this uh, one is very unique. I mean, it kind of has some shades of the Matrix and other stuff like that, but it's it's not. It's a wholly different idea. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm watching Tulsa King with Stallone on Paramount Plus. I think that's my new favorite show. I oh, just love no watching. shit. I, I watched the first episode for PCL and was kind of like, Ugh, after the first episode, does it get better? Oh, really? I, I like I just, I like Stallone. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, I liked Stallone too, but I was kind of like, I couldn't really get on his side in that first episode. I was like, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah I, and, the, you know, The White Lotus season two on Dude, HBO Max. it's been incredible. Watch, watch that. It's really getting good. It's it, it's That's a show that builds in it like it's it's like uncomfortable to watch yeah well it's also one of those shows where it's like there's potentially not a single likable character in the bunch yeah and and that's what makes it so interesting too and i think season two has been just as good as as season one like it's yeah i think i've been looking forward to watching it every week and yeah we just caught we just got caught up on it the last two I, initially, I said, nah, I like season one better so far. And then these last two episodes, it really has been building. Um, are you caught up? Yes. So, like, do you, uh, do you think that uh, the Italian girl that Lucia, she's playing a long con with him? Oh, absolutely. And oh, because it comes down like, to, is it for money or is it because she wants to go back to California with him? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Where did this guy come from all of a sudden that is – like forcing himself on her, oh, you know, the, yeah, the like supposedly like the pimp. her pimp. And it's like, yeah. no, no, that's just somebody she knows. But yeah, the, yeah I, that's what I think's going on. I, I think she found somebody, I think she genuinely likes him, but I think she also knows that how she can manipulate this guy into getting her to America where she wants to go. Yeah. 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 And, um, and I'm really curious about what's going on with Tanya's storyline because it could go one of two ways. It's either something very nefarious. Or it's something that just on the surface seems like it nefar- it's nefarious. And with a show like White Lotus, it leaves you totally up in the air on which way it's going to go. And to me, that makes it really exciting. Yeah. And did you see, did you see the Transformers Rise of the Beast trailer? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I don't really – I haven't really given a shit about many of the, the Transformers movies. There's – like I've seen the first one and I was ambivalent about it. Didn't watch any of the sequels. And then I watched Bumblebee and really enjoyed that one. And then watched that trailer for Rise of the Beast because we were going to talk about it on Pop Culture Leftovers last week. And, dude, I was like, I went from being like, eh, I don't really care that much about Transformers to, oh, my God, I need to see this in the theater on the biggest screen with the best sound system possible. Oh, yeah. It looks incredible. Yeah, I used to, I, I used to watch uh, all of that and um, Beast Wars. So I'm all – and I saw – you know, and then I saw R.C., who was in the Transformers movie, and, uh, you know, Mirage is a Porsche, and, you know, at the, at the very end where Optimus Primal transforms to the robot, and he's got the two big swords, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Let's, yeah let's, looks incredible. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. That's why I put on Avengers Geeks page. I said, all right, you fuckers, I'm in. Let's go. You know? <laughs> But in all the other, the other thing that uh, again, video game PS4 related too. But make sure you play that. The Last of Us, you know, that's with Pedro Pascal. That starts in January. So 
Oh yeah, yeah, and that looks amazing too. I I have yeah. no experience with the game. I have a cursory oh, understanding of what the storyline is, and dude, that show looks incredible. Dude, d- dude, the 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 game, the game is is phenomenal. The game is absolutely phenomenal. Be just an awesome story about the you know. So one of those, you know, it, yeah, it's like a post zombie apocalypse she, story, right? Yeah. And she, that she start, you know, starts out as like his cargo and that, and then they develop this relationship and then they're fighting along the way and you get the, more of the backstory about her and the plague. And it's just it's so, the, the narrative is so good in that game. Even the sequel, um, I've, I've played that game multiple times. So that's definitely one that they, they, they have a remastered version, I think for the PS4. If I'm not mistaken, oh nice of the original original game. So, and the good part about like I said with some of that with the PS4 is you know that the the you know the 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 classics you know and they're in like the red case and they're like twenty bucks. Oh perfect. And, which which came out which when those came out they were twenty. You could probably get them cheaper like um like the God of War game. Like you make make sure you, if if you love that kind of stuff, God of War game. Uh, um. Batman, you know, Arkham, Arkham Knight, you know, that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah, we've got those for uh, for PS3. We've got the the first two of those. Yeah, Ar- Arkham City is still, I think, probably the best game. Uh, I can play that nonstop. The the fighting mechanics, the, the story, everything about Batman is is what they've done. They did. It was amazing. The combos and the gadgets. So I was disappointing, you know, David got uh, the Gotham Knights game recently on PS5 and it's it's gotten lower reviews uh, and it's like you had the blueprint. You <laughs> yeah, know, you're right? not the same company. <laughs> that, that's the same company that made Arkham Origins, which I, I enjoyed that game, too. Uh, but it's like, I, I, I don't know. It's it's very it's you, you've got the template to make a, a great Batman game. Just, you know. Don't you don't try and reinvent the wheel. There's that Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game is coming out next year on PS5. Oh yeah, that's, that's made got some by good the same. Around it. It's made by Rocksteady, who made you know Ar- Arkham Arkham Knight, Arkham City, and Arkham Asylum. Oh, for perfect PlayStation. Yeah, so I, I expect that to be uh, incredible. Nice. So. Yeah, I'd imagine this is probably going to be taking up some of my time going forward. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, send me a pic. Yeah, send me. I'm interested to see when you pop that on them. Oh, yeah. No, I'll do it as soon as we're done recording here. So expect a video (laughs) message within about 10 minutes or so after we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for the the amazing gift. And and thank you for coming on and, and being on the show again. I always have a wonderful time talking with you, dude. No, no, I, it's it's great. It's great. And I, again, I really hope I can. Uh, the plans are to to be there for C two E two this year. So, uh, excellent. I'm I'm I'm, I'm almost ninety percent sure I'll be there. So, uh, if so, I will definitely see you on that Saturday. Sweet. Looking forward to it, my friend. All right, buddy. <laughs> well, thank you all very much for listening. Until next time, this has been Startcast.